Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Just right press the damn button, nerd. I was looking for a hit because the kids all say hit the damn button, nerd. Oh, hit the... <laughs> is that what the kids say? <laughs> they say that and mash the bell. Yeah, they do. Not. They, well, that's what we say, Reiner, because we're funky fresh, Mosh. We know, we're, we know what funky we're all about. Fresh. Yeah, we're hip. We're with it. Speaking of that, have you heard from Mikey? Uh, like Yeah, by, like via text and good, stuff. Good, good, good. Yeah. How's he doing? He's doing good? Mikey's doing well. Yeah, Mikey's doing well. In fact, he even called in the show last week and left us a nice message. And so, nice. Yeah, look nice. forward to doing some Mondays with Mikey Murph coming up. Uh, this, Soon. Yeah, right, right, right before the... Usually start at around like camp time, so I don't know when it'll be with the whole COVID thing, but we'll find out. But definitely coming up uh, later this summer. Um, hey, so, uh, Mosh, before I hit the button, uh, the other button... We got people in the chat already. Chuck Down Raider, Atticus B. Oh, Rockin', Kevin the Raider Nerd, Raider Ramon, Herman Munster, uh, My Opinion, Damage Inc., Raider Nation, Scotland. Appreciate you all jumping in with us here for the latest episode of, uh, of Raiders Fan Radio. So, uh, Mosh, I guess without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into 168. Raider's journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. I think this team can win.
What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio live here in Murph's Fan Cave, episode number 168. You can find us every week on Friday, or Friday, Wednesday at uh, 7 o'clock Eastern, and so many people have already done that and joining us in the chat tonight. I can't scroll up, but it's Kevin Raider Nerds in there. Herman Munster, my opinion, Chucktown Raider, Damage Inc., Raider Nation, Scotland, what's up? Uh, let's see, uh, Kill Jadis, Kill Jadis, I owe you like 10 apologies. I've got one of your emails tonight. I don't know what was going on with your emails, but they kept getting skipped over in the inbox, so I've got a, I've got your latest one tonight, so uh, much appreciate you. We're going to uh, read that. Mosh has got that tonight. Ron the Mater Raider, of course, holding it down in there. Raider Ramon, Tampa Raider, uh, Lee B is in there, Eyepatch is in there. Appreciate all of you joining us live each and every week here on the YouTubes, as the kids say. Wait, no, no they don't. <laughs> they definitely don't. But the man that does say that each and every week is the one, the only, the legendary Uncle Mosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's up? You're in like a wrestling I'm mode. so in a wrestling mood, man. Yeah, you are. I've been watching. I've been watching. We're going to get to that in a minute. But Okay, but, we're going to get to that in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm so glad to be back. Yeah, glad to have I, you, I've man. been working, man. I had, I had, I had real live stuff to do. Yeah, you did. You had a lot going on. It, it was it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> and not only did you have a lot going on, but then when you don't have anything going on, you can't even go to the casino. No. Well, I can now. We can now. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We're opening back up first of yeah, June. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we're just doing a little prep. We're uh we're 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 trying to 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 prepare for online teaching if we have to go that way, if we go to another lockdown situation. And uh so there's these these new programs that we have to learn and everybody that knows me knows how tech savvy i am very much so yeah and when you try to type with sausages on the end of your wrists it doesn't quite work work yeah yeah, lots of buttons well you know uh i'm glad you brought that up mosh because i had a a segment saved for um our our respect segment but i'm gonna go ahead and we're gonna hit it right here at the top of the show uh we got a lot to get to tonight, episode number 168. Again, appreciate all of you jumping in and joining with us. A lot to get to tonight, uh, but before we do that, Uncle Mosh, as, as you all know, those of you who listen regular, for those of you that don't know, Uncle Mosh is a lifelong educator. He's a lifelong teacher and coach. He's coached, I mean, just about every sport there is, um, had an incredible success and had his life dedicated to teaching. And right now, with all the craziness of the COVID, there's been... Like a lot of uncertainty around that. Everybody's kids is affected by this and graduations have not gone on and proms. And it's really fun. Like some of the stories that have come out of that, but really the crux of it is like this big time, I would say arguably, and I'm speaking for you, but like one of the more challenging things you've ever had to do as an educator is to go through this whole thing and with your kids and like be able to do it. So that's not lost on everybody. And it's not even lost on the Raiders. And so I want to share this with you, Mosh. This is something that went out from Eric Harris, number 25, safety for the Raiders. Oh, wow. He sent this out there as a message to teachers. Hey, Eric Harris here, number 25, safety for the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm about to get some work in, but before I did that, I wanted to take a second and just thank all the teachers out there. You know, you guys have been tremendous through this hard time and just adjusting. And, you know, I've seen a lot of benefits for my kids and, you know, just how the teachers have been engaging my kids and, you know, working with them and just making sure they're still getting the proper education that they need. So 
Um, it's been difficult for us uh, adapting as parents. Uh, being a teacher is definitely not easy. So I appreciate all the effort that you guys have put in to this, um, you know, virtual um, education programs and things like that. So you got you guys stay safe and uh, God bless you guys. Oh man, Thank you, Uncle we appreciate yeah. you. Yeah, and and maybe Will Compton will remember who I am. Murph Swag Jeff, and who's the third guy? <laughs> 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 we'll talk about we'll that, talk later, about that later but yeah but thank you very much mosh we thank appreciate you thank you, you and i appreciate that i appreciate that absolutely so uh all right so uh before we jump into our episode number which we always tie back to something significant within raider nation uncle mosh this year our fundraiser we have chosen the uh stabler xoxo foundation is our uh our, our foundation of choice uh, the Stabler Foundation is uh, uh, was was founded by, of course, the legendary snake Ken Stabler. Uh, and in 2015, the nonprofit took up a cause directly affected the, uh, Stabler, and that is sports related brain trauma. And so now it's run by uh, Kendra Stabler, uh, Kenny's daughter, and it's all about like initiating change or planning for change and dealing with brain traumas and brain injuries in sports from youth sports all the way up through um the pro sports so uh so glad to partner with them this year and so you we, we've partnered with them through this fundraiser and you can help us raider nation by going to raidersfanradio.com slash gear raidersfanradio.com slash g-e-a-r there's a link there and just click that link and it takes you to the fanatics website Anything that you buy on the Fanatics website, including a Will Compton jersey, for instance, number 51 that I've ordered this last week, if you buy anything there, a portion of the, the profits from that it doesn't cost you extra. The Fanatics people give us money. We're putting all that money together, and we're going to donate that to the Stabler Exo Foundation. And Uncle Mosh, you got, a, you got an update for us. Yeah, I do. And, you know, it, it's great because we give all of our money away. Uh, it, we just That's just something we, you and I, when we... we decided to go in this different direction. We said that's something that we're always going to do and uh, by picking these groups to go with. And right now, before in in the deadest of the dead season, we got $197.78. Awesome, and, man. and last year we shot for two grand. We're this year we're talking twenty five hundred dollars. So we're almost ten percent there. That's awesome. Or if Swaggy were here, we would say uh, we're 1.68% yardage. Wa- yeah. Uh, yeah. So no kidding. That's pretty so cool, That's man. pretty cool. Almost 200 bucks. Awesome, And man. that's great. That's great. Yeah, that's and that's 100%. Just like last year when we gave to Belenikoff, this is on behalf. This isn't coming from us. This is We make it perfectly clear. This is on behalf of the RFR listening audience and, uh, and all of the people that support us each and every week, like all the people in the chat tonight. And heck, even like last year, Mosh, we supported Belenikoff. There were some people that were like just sending us money. Well, And, and, and I was like, I mean, and, it, and it was like, that, it's awesome. Like yeah, they didn't even yeah. want anything in return. Like that's how generous people are around this. And, and you know, and, and here's something we need to talk about. This is a hard time right now. We're, we're economically in a hard time right now. So feed your family, tied to your church, make your car payment, do your house, do what you got to do. And then, and then around July, when things get better or August or September, whenever, you can start go back to getting things, you know, doing the way you're going to do it. But don't put yourself in a in a situation where, you know, y- y- 
some something's gonna gonna suffer. Or there's gonna be a hardship. You know, it'll it'll happen. We'll rebound. Yeah. And when and when we do, you know, because some of these guys, uh, there's some guys in the uh, in the chat that are saying, "Hey, I haven't worked in months." You know, and and we, and God, we feel for you. Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't take that lightly at all. And so appreciate you saying that, Mosh. And and, and you know what I mean. And and our thoughts and, and and hearts are with you guys. Anybody that's out there struggling with this thing, because it is. It's a rough time, and it's a sure. You know, it's a funky time to be like, "Hey, give us help. Give us money." But like, just understand that it's always going to a good cause, and we're gonna continue our initiative despite whatever the craziness of the world is but that's a good yeah uh, good so looking you know, out we're gonna do the sure. best we're gonna do the best yeah, we can with yeah. what we got and that's yeah. what all we can and help. if look and if we come up short of our twenty five hundred dollar goal and we come up short but the bottom line is that like it's something with something we're gonna have something for the stabler foundation one way or the other and again it's on behalf of you also so uh so we appreciate you and thank you so much for the support that you give us here at raiders fan radio all right so this is episode number 168, and uh, our buddy Swago, who's not with us tonight in the fan cave. he's got, Where is he? He's got daddy duties, man. You know, like we, uh. we, we, we say faith, family, and football around here, and it's in that order. So absolutely, uh, Swago's taking care of the family uh, tonight, and so, uh, so we appreciate him not being here. <laughs> 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 but Swag did sit in with me on the Will Compton interview. For those of you on the YouTubes, you can see... I'm wearing my shirt that says straight out of Will Compton. Uh, of course, we're not out of Will Compton now because Compton came through. Uh, we did the interview with him on Monday. It's out on your Murph Fan Cave podcast feed. It's really good, too. Thank you, Mosh. It's an audio-only podcast. Um, it's bleeped because we went potty mouth on it because, hey, look, as I was telling Mosh, we're going to meet Will where he's at, and uh, that's just the way that their show rolls. And, you know, we're no prudes around here, but we choose to keep our show clean so that way you can listen to it in the car with your family and and uh, and, and all that and, and op- stay open to a broader audience. But nothing wrong with anybody that decides to curse on their show or whatever, but that's not just what we've chosen to not do with our regularity. So anyway, so I so I bleeped it out though, um, but it's fun, and I'll probably release an unedited version of it, like on YouTube or something. I'll just have fun with it. Um, but the the interview is fantastic, so it's out there, audio only. I do have a video of it too, and Will told us like go and share the video too if you want. So I might release that one day. Um, but and a lot of fun. Did you that, that shirt that you're wearing? Where'd you order that? Amazon. Really? Yeah, yeah. I just you can do a customized straight out of whatever shirt. Oh, how funny! So I just customize it to where the bottom says instead of straight out of Compton, it just says Will Compton on it. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. good. You know, and and speaking of shirts, yeah, we've got we've got a line on every. People have been asking us about shirts. Yes. So we've got a line on shirts. Yes. And um and we're gonna do things a little bit different. We've got a, We've got an, a third party that's gonna handle that for us, and those negotiations. Are being handled by Swaggy. Swaggo's got it because Swaggy does negotiate with for a living. You know, and I mean, he loves clothes, and he loves clothes, <laughs> and he loves swag. So he's taking care of that. But yes. I'm going to have my 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 traditional Uncle Moss shirt available. Yeah, um, he's going to have his his uh, swag. swag. I'm Jeff. holding up a picture yeah. of it. His Swag Jeff shirt available, and you're going to have. Probably the Merce Fan Cave the logo. The Merce or Fan Cave logo one. And then probably we're going to have the uh, RFR Live yep. shirt. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah, it'll be cool. And again, all the money that gets gets uh, raised there will go to the Stabler Foundation. Um, oh, and so one last thing, and then kind of tie this all in together. So I did order a Will Compton jersey, and it is. It should be here. Like, it might even be here now um, to be here any minute. So when I get that, I asked Will if you'd be willing to sign it. 
and he said he would. And so we're going to link up with Will at some point this year, probably at a tailgate or wherever. And he's going to sign that jersey, and we're going to auction it off to you, Raider Nation. And uh, 100% of the money that we get from it, uh, including the cost of the jersey and everything, I'm just, we're just going to give it all away. We're going to give it tornado relief because Will lives here in Nashville. Uh, and, uh, you know, right before the pandemic hit, we had to deal with freaking tornadoes Oh my gosh. and, uh, and all the crazy. destruction that came through. So we're still cleaning up from that. And so anyway, so we're going to give all that away. And so I uh, appreciate, uh, will being willing to do that and, uh, appreciate Swago jumping in with me and, and doing that interview on Monday, man. It was a lot of fun. I got to say Raider nation, it's the best player interview we've ever done. I don't want to say it's the best interview overall we've ever done because Phil Villapiano is a legend for a reason and he's a legendary talker let alone player and our interview with with phil was freaking amazing um so i don't know if it's the best interview we've ever done but it's definitely as far as current uh, crop of players goes will's the best man and they're busting with the boys podcast is a must listen if you're a raider fan you've got to listen to it uh and so definitely support them uh, and we got a lot of respect for will in fact and i've got a thing up coming up with will in, in the respect segment before we get to that, Swag Jeff, every week, ties our uh, episode number uh, back to something significant within Raider Nation. So let's go ahead and check in with young Swago and find out what he's got for 168. Hey, what's up? It's Swag Jeff from RFR Live coming to you, episode number 168. We are, uh, I'm not there currently right now, uh, and normally that's a bummer. Normally that's a bummer, but you know what? Monday, we had the wolf, the boy, Will Compton, Live for an RFR conversation. So you know what? I'm still riding high from that. So, so I'm okay. I'm okay. So you guys do your thing today. Hope it's a great show. Uh, but every week, Swag Jeff brings you uh, the episode number. <laughs> I love it how he goes third person. In Raider yeah. history. And I got a couple <laughs> things for you today. Uh, first one, we're going to take it uh, not, too, not too long ago. Uh, 2017, uh, the Raiders with the 168th pick overall in the draft. Select Markel Lee. And if you don't like that and that's not good enough for you, we're going to take it back a little bit further. We're going to take it back to the year 1970. 1970, Mosh. 1970. I was uh, getting ready to – I was looking forward to puberty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. so I was driving and drinking, but I was looking forward to puberty. <laughs> All right, so so note that on your on your uh, RFR notes sheets, Raider Nation. Yeah, that, yeah, we're that, talking about Richard Nixon was president. Yeah, 1970. And we're going to highlight Charlie Garner. Okay, Who? listen, Jeff. Charlie no. Garner was born in 1972. Oh, jeez. So what is he going to 168 sperm count? What <laughs> what are we doing here, Swaggy? <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, we're not talking about Charlie. Gar- I then look. It happens to us when you when you when you're on air all the time. You will misspeak. It happens to me. Oh it happens gosh. to you. It happens to us all the time. You will misspeak. Swago meant to say Charlie Smith. Yeah, he, he didn't did. mean to say Charlie Garner. Anyways, he played in 14 games that season. Ran for 681 yards and three scores. But more importantly, he had 168 rushes that year. That's right, 168. Enjoy the rest of the show. Go Raiders. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Swaggy. Will you stifle yourself? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mosh. Let's hit some contact info and then jump into some respect. Hey, Raider Nation. This is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. You want me to get this? 
Yeah. So here on Raiders Fan Radio, we don't we don't we don't do shout outs. We don't do free stuff. We don't do uh, you know, hey, if you do that, that's okay. We're not we're not gonna hold that against you. But what we like to do is we like to give a little bit of respect. A little respect. So we got some folks that we're gonna give respect to. So I'm gonna take this first one. Because yeah. I had cause cause back in nineteen seventy <laughs> I had a major crush on this person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not Lyle Alzado for the Broncos. <laughs> it was uh, it's Phyllis George. Phyllis George was Miss America in 1971. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and, and Phyllis, what's so cool about her and, and why we would give respect to her on Raiders Fan Radio is because Phyllis, Phyllis passed away. Uh, she died Thursday in Lexington, Kentucky. She was 70 years old. Uh, same age as my wife. I hope she's not listening, but she never does, so that's okay. I'm good. She goes, she, I, come home, I came home last time, a little offshoot. I came home last time, and she goes, where were you? And I said, doing the podcast. And she goes, you still do that? <laughs> oh, no, she did. <laughs> yes, she did. And I go, where do you think I go on Wednesdays? <laughs> yeah. She goes, oh, yeah, yeah, you're not in school. Anyway... Uh, <laughs> So Phyllis died of uh, a real, I, I can't even say it. It's a, one of those really rare, 13 yeah, long, sad. very sad. Word thing. It's, it was a rare blood cancer. Uh, she had been diagnosed with it 35 years ago. So she oh, lived wow. half her life with this. Wow. And it didn't hinder her. She was, uh, she was hired as a, as a CBS Sports Weekly pregame football show person. And she was, she was, Teamed with Brent Mus- Brent Musburger and Irv Cross, and immediately became the most prominent woman in sports casting. Yeah, it was there, a because, big deal because man. women yeah. weren't in sports nope. casting, and and people used to say, "Oh, it's just her beauty queen background," and she had a, a little bit of a modest television resume, and so she got a lot of criticism, and. Um, she, they said, you know, you you lack traditional sports casting credentials, and and I love Phyllis responded like this. She said, you know, I'm from Texas, and she told People Magazine in 1976. She said, down here, you follow the Longhorns and you follow the Cowboys, or you don't belong. Oh, nice. So she knew <laughs> she a got little it. bit. She understood. Yeah, she you know? got it. And and she was a pioneer. Uh, Hannah Storm, you know from ESPN the Absolutely, Sports Center. Yeah, she wrote in an email and she said somebody had to be the first, and that was Phyllis George. She was a trailblazer. You know, uh, she's known for some great interviews. Probably we're we're gonna play one. It's the most famous for us. Yes, but everybody else's most famous interview was when um, <laughs> she was interviewing Roger Staubach, right? And it was 1975, and you know how stoic Staubach was, you know, because oh, he was yeah. all, you know. And anyway, and he said to her, right. he said, "Miss George, I like sex <laughs> as much as Joe Namath. I just like it with one person, my <laughs> wife." <laughs> Because you remember all the stuff with Joe oh, Namath. Oh, yeah, because Joe was a playboy and oh, Roger was not. Yeah, Roger's and, a big and, Christian and, and like and very strict. Like Joe was all just slobbering all over yeah, her on yeah, the sideline. Yeah, yeah. I just want to kiss you. You know, well, he's yeah. all stupid. But that was when anyway. he did Susie Colbert. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but he was, I mean, Phyllis George was just, she was awesome, you know. And, and I mean, a lot of us, we go back and forth on our, our, our women 
and I'm not trying to sound like a sexist pig here, but can they can they commentate without playing the game on sure. the sidelines? Absolutely. And that's a fair criticism of a lot of guys even, too. That uh, you you'll know, hear. They'll be like, you know what I mean? If you've never played, like, what are you... You know what I mean? Like, you hear that all the time. So that even really doesn't have to do with gender. And even at some that of point. the best announcers we've ever had, uh, Howard Cosell, you know, made made his name doing boxing for crying out loud. Right, right. You know, and there's no way he was a boxer. And then he was, you know, he was an icon on Monday Night Football. Absolutely. You know, so uh, um, anyway. Anyway, so what? Shout so, out. Yeah, much respect to Phyllis. And, you know, you don't get to. Like, Susie Colbert, I think, is awesome. Like, I love Susie Colbert. Oh, you don't absolutely. get to Susie Colbert. You don't get to Hannah Storm. You don't get to Aaron Andrews. You don't get to MJ Acosta. You don't get to Kay Adams. You don't get to all these women now, the Melissa Stark and, like, I mean, uh, Lindsay Rhodes. Like, it's, you know, an endless list now of women that are in sports media. Right, right. And they're freaking great, man. Like, I, I wake up every day with Kay Adams. I watch her every morning. And, like... I, the last thing I think about, except for the occasion where I look at her and I'm like, wow, she's really pretty. Like, aside from that, like, it doesn't even register with me that, like, oh, she's a girl. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, what matters is that she's freaking good at what she does. It's a fun show. And you don't get to that point without somebody like Phyllis. And so, right. So, we wanted to definitely give her respect because it was such a big deal in 1975 or whenever it was that she did this. Um, 71. 71. Seven, oh, no, no, you're right. 71, she won Miss America. And right. Then 75, she started on CBS Sport. And she's up there with like Jimmy the Greek and like, oh, the, like she's up there with like knuckleheads, man. And, uh, and, 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 and did an awesome. So anyways, let's bring a full circle here. One of the things I wanted to play was that she pulled that great quote out of Staubach, but she pulled an awesome awesome interview and quote with snake stabler with kenny the snake stabler and so i'm going to play that for you here so rest in peace uh uh phyllis george after this we'll move on to the next one everyone refers to the raiders as the bad guys are you yeah and i i like that image i think a lot of our players like the image you know we wear black you see the cowboy movie and a guy has a black hat and a white hat the white hat's usually the good guy and a black hat's the bad guy and we got some physical players on our team that's the way you have to play to win and that's the way we play I love that, man. I love that comparison, man. Bad guys are in the black hats. Good guys are in the white hats. Yeah, man. man. I he love just, it. yeah. And he did, and he did it in, in only in Kenny's voice. You know, just the way so he could. Distinct, yeah. Man. Yeah. So distinct, man. So distinct. I love so. <laughs> so speaking of Stabler, man, there's a really funny gift. Is it a gif or a gif? Whatever the kids call it, that that came up this week, and it was like, uh, and it was on Twitter, and it said. Just in case you forgot who the greatest quarterback of all time was, you might want to tell your cheerleaders to stay home when Stabler showed up at the stadium. Ah. And it's Stabler just completely macking on these three Broncos cheerleaders. <laughs> and, like, and he's like, you can see him talking to them, and, and they're, they're, he's, I don't know, he's doing something with the football or whatever. And then he walks away, and all three of them just turn and follow him as he's leaving with the biggest smiles on their face. <laughs> little, little snake, man. Like, there was no mistaking who the greatest was. Uh, all right, so next up, I'm going to get to uh, another bit of respect. I'm going to shout out. Or, Mosh, you got the chat pulled up? You want to shout him out? I do. Matthew Mangus, Full Metal Mexican, Monster Mash, Ken. Kajidas907. I know I say his name wrong, but, you know. Kiljadis, I think, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kiljadis? Kiljadis, yeah. Kiljadis. Anyway. Kiljadis. Kiljadis. <laughs> <laughs> Q-Dog. Uh, pronounce yeah, that one. <laughs> I got Q Dog, Eye Patch, Chuck Town Raider. Man, everybody's here. Full Metal everybody's Mexicans here. in Full there. Full Metal Mexican yeah, is Kevin here. Kevin Raider Nerd. Uh, Monster Raider, Mash Ken, man. Monster Mash Ken. Raider Joker is here. 
Uh, did I say uh, Damage Inc., Raider Nation from Scotland? Um, I mean, tons and tons of people. Ron the Mater Raider, of course. Uh, what are you doing? I'm showing little Murph because Monster Mash Ken is in there. Oh, yeah. Monster Mash Ken's the one that built this. Raider Ramon, Chuck Down Raider. Raider Cody is in there. Hey, what's up, Cody? Appreciate Cody. Everybody's man. there. The Big Easy's in there. Everybody's there. Lots of people in there. Good deal. Appreciate you all. So speaking of Cody, so Cody, um, we took a run at Cody in our interview with Compton because uh, we were like we were telling Compton about how like we linked up with them and then he agreed to be on our show and then we didn't hear from him and a week later he was on Cody's show and we had a big laugh about it and and uh, and Cody if you haven't had a chance to listen to our um, uh, our interview you don't listen to our stuff you don't well yeah he does <laughs> so never mind when you listen to our show Cody for the third <laughs> time with your notepad <laughs> um, but no I hope hope you you could appreciate where we where we. Uh, where, where we uh, went with that with, with you and with Will because it's, you know, it really did. We've, we've become friends with Cody. And, and listen, I'm going to, I'm going, and we're going to talk more about this later. I'm, we're all over the place tonight, but just whatever. It's the off season. We're going to collaborate this year together, Cody and I are, in person. We're going to be, uh, I would say, co hosting. I'm going to guest on his thing pregame in Vegas. Uh, before Raider games. And so I don't know how many, at least one for sure. We'll talk about that later on. Um, but yes, Cody has become such a good dude. I talk to him all the time on text and even phone calls. Cody's on a little bit of a hiatus. He's building a new studio at his house. Sweet. He's on fire right now with his show and with his content and always best of luck to him and, and much success to him and, and really become not only appreciative of him as a fellow content creator, but uh, as a friend, man, he's a good dude. Cody is a good dude. Yeah, he so, is. So anyway, so uh, we talked about that with Compton. Well, so Daryl, I want to give respect this week to Will. I want to give respect to Will Compton. He finally showed up. He finally showed out here on Raiders Fan Radio, and uh, and we had an absolute blast, man. It was it was so fun, and he gave a lot of respect himself to Raider Nation, and I've got somewhere along here in my list of things here, Mosh. I've got a little audio clip that I want to share with you about what he said uh, about Raiders fans. Let me bring this thing up here. Sorry, guys. I, I should have had it ready. Herman Munster's in there. The <laughs> Big Easy's in there. All right. Here, 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 here. Wait, was this it? What the RPZD heck? Joker's in there. <laughs> Tampa Raider. Pirate 1975. <laughs> Where this damn thing went? Oh, here it is. Okay, here we go what's so unique about what you guys did and, and then especially as raider fans we we're just like dude just like eating it up man like oh i'll on that shit yeah. hell yeah Whoops. dude you're, hey, you're oh. the fan base the raider fan base is second to none dude it, i mean it's just crazy following all you guys and seeing just all the interaction constantly about raider stuff going on and it's uh it, it was fun to be a part of i'm talking like fans outside of our facility every day like no matter what day it was, like crowd, like small crowds sitting outside winning autographs. That's so cool, man. He 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 went on and he goes on further from there and talks a lot about his, his experience with Raider Nation and about how people would show up with armfuls of things to sign and he would be like, "I'm not Derek Carr, man. Like, what are you gonna do with eight Will Compton autographs? You know, it's really really fun." Uh, there was one. Of, <clears throat> excuse me. There was one of their shows where they were talking about that. They were talking about Waller. Yes. Talk about with yeah, Waller. with Waller. Yeah, and they're going, dude. Didn't I sign that? You know, for you, that same picture for you five times already. You know, yeah. what are you on, on the eBay or something? Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, 
Yeah, he, and he goes, uh, he goes, yes, yeah, no, it's for my boss, Will. It's for my boss. And he's like, yeah, okay. And I'll see him the next day, and he'd be like, hey, my boss really liked that. And he'd be like, yeah, I bet he did. I bet he did. Anyway, so appreciate Will and uh, and appreciate uh, uh, Phyllis George uh, and and of course Eric Harris. We kind of led this whole thing off with uh, with some respect uh, this week. So here it comes, boys and girls. What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with my boys, Murph, Swaggy Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Tune in because they f***ing put out a banger podcast. <laughs> yeah, we do. Okay, so I gotta, we got to talk about that for a hot second. Okay. Okay, you guys know I'm a, when it comes to twitting. Yeah, you're a Twitter. I'm a, I'm a Twitter. Yeah. But I'm not a good Twitter. I uh, I noticed that when You're I twitish, I was gonna twit. I was gonna twit yesterday. <laughs> yeah, and I got on there and I was uh, and I was like, okay, now let's see when was my last twit. And I noticed that I had twitted a whole bunch. Oh, you did? No, <laughs> our social media director had taken care of it for me. Oh, did he? But yeah, oh, good. That like he had retweeted some things for me. Oh, you know, I see. But, okay. So so. The ones that you can tell when I do them, because I'll call somebody out. I'll say, hey, Herman Munster, what's happening? Or Ramon or, you know, whatever, yeah. you know. So I haven't been in on a lot of this, this stuff that you and Swag have been doing with, with busting their balls because. Oh, with Will. Yeah, 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 cause, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I, I still don't know how to follow, <laughs> like, when somebody start like, what's a thread, you know? And I, I, I click on it, and then I get, like. Naked girls and, oh, and, and there's all kinds of stuff and I don't know what I'm doing and I and I and, <laughs> I don't know I'll think you're on Twitter. <laughs> oh no, that's Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, she's over there swiping the wrong way. I was, I yeah. Oh my I, gosh, I, I, I wouldn't go up and down. I was <laughs> having to go left and <laughs> right, left and right. But no, so. Oh. I, 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 so <laughs> <laughs> so the funny thing is, is no wonder Aunt Kathy's will not. She's like, I don't know where you've been. She's yeah. She's like, oh okay. Why do you keep asking for a lot of ones? Um, <laughs> what happened to all those ones in that jar? Anyway, yeah. So I wasn't in on all this, on all this, this messing with. You didn't know about it. Messing with Will. I, you didn't know. About I, I knew it, yeah. what was going on, but I couldn't read them all. Right, right, you know, right, and right, I, right. And, and, and even with Dominico's, you know, even with the deli, the, because people tag me on stuff, and then it goes, show the thread. Well, I don't know who, who said what first. Oh. Some, I got to get back to school. And, I, and is it it's Tyrone Mack, I believe, is his name on Twitter? Yeah. That guy's like going to Dominico's like every week now and like and tagging Alameda, us and like and talking he, about the show and like yeah. Jeff Murphy. He's going to the old school Dominico's yeah, in Alameda. In Alameda, he's driving yes. an hour to get there. And, and Much and respect to that, So, man. you know, so that's happening and all the stuff with Will's going on. And, and so when he does his ID, listen to it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with my boys, Murph. Swaggy Jeff, pause, and Uncle Mosh tune in because they f-ing put out a banger podcast. Yeah. So, so, so he goes, "Hey, I'm this is Will Compton here, and I'm tuning yeah with Murph and Swaggy J." <laughs> oh Uncle yeah, Mosh. Uncle Mosh. Yeah, because there was this pause because Murph, Swag Jeff, and who's the third guy? 
Because he didn't know I existed. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> he, had no, he had no clue what an no Uncle Maj was. That was the best. <laughs> so I go, hey, will you mind cutting an ID for us? He's like, sure, man. I go, okay. And I, you know, I told him, just say whatever you know you say in Raider Nation, blah, 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 whatever. And he goes, okay. And then and I said, yeah, it's me and Swag Jeff and then Uncle Mosh. And then, he, then you got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Murph, Swag Jeff, and who's the third guy? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Ah, that's the best, Mosh. So funny. Oh, so funny. I don't know what I, what did I do? Uh, Chuck Town Raider goes, thanks for the picture, Mosh. And then he's got a guy puking. Oh. What is that, me on Tinder? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, appreciate everybody in the chat. Hey, Running Bear's in there tonight. Good, good to see good you, brother. Good to see you, Running Bear. Absolutely, Big Easy's in there. Killed Jadis. Tell us if we're pronouncing that right. Uh, Ron the Mater Raider, Michelle Sweat. What's up, Michelle? Right down the road here. Uh, Chuck Town Raider, Aaron the Q Dog Raider, Monster Mash Ken, uh, Tampa Raiders in there. Matthew Mangus. Appreciate everybody uh, joining us each and every week uh, here and YouTube.com/slash Merce Fancake. All right, Uncle Mosh. We got this big segment in here. We're going to call this, this is the, the, the schedule and off-season mix bag. Um, I, don't, I didn't know. What, <laughs> that sounds so dopey. But, like, I know, like we, we didn't know what to do because we had, like, so Swaggo and I covered, like, the schedule stuff last week on the rundown. And there's all this, there's so much news right now. It's crazy. Like, we're in June, or almost June. And, like, the freaking Raider stories are coming out like crazy. So, I just threw a bunch of stories together, so we're kind of already all over the place tonight as it is, so we're just going to continue to be all over the place tonight. Um, so first off, in our uh, schedule and off-season mix bag, we're going <laughs> to go to, speaking of busting with the boys, speaking of Will Compton, I, I've said earlier at the top of the show, busting with the boys is a must-listen for Raider fans. One of the reasons why is, oh, I don't know, it's co-hosted by a Raider in Will Compton, but also... He has a bunch of Raiders on the show, and he talks about being a Raider, and he talks about behind the scenes. It's like it's like getting a, a like an audio version of Hard Knocks. So, uh, so definitely listen to Bustin' with the Boys. And most recently, they had Derek Carr on. So wow, Derek Carr's on there, and the show and they don't pull punches either. No, and look, the show is hosted by Will and left tackle for the Tennessee Titans, Taylor Lewan, a guy's who who's intimately familiar with Marcus Mariota, right? Like all this stuff we've been talking about, the dynamic between Mariota and Carr and all that, they freaking talked about it. And this is the cool thing about this show is that the the guests, their defenses are down. It's almost like, you know how Dan Patrick has that effect or Eisen has that effect. Like right, right, right. people's defenses come down because they know they're not like going to take a soundbite out of context or use something against them or make sure, them look sure. like, and so the players that go on busting with the boys, like it's very forthcoming and it's raw and it's awesome. And so anyways, here's Derek Carr talking about the dynamic between him and Marcus Mariota. Have you talked to him at all or had any of those conversations with him about like how to get acclimated to guys, like all any of that stuff kind of like been a good teammate or been like, all right, we'll see how it goes. Oh, no, 100%. Me and Marcus, we, we've known each other, obviously, from playing each other in college. And then, obviously, throughout the NFL, we, it feels like we went to Tennessee the first four years of my career to play. Three years, Derek. Go ahead. Yeah. Play the Titans, um, which it felt like. Yeah. No doubt. We were there every time. You guys came to us one preseason, and every other time we'd go to you guys. Uh, but knowing him, and then uh, we have, we've talked already. We've, we've talked about you know, where we're living and this and that and football and plays and uh, 
Gruden and offense and the team and uh, everything, you know, literally, literally everything. And he is by far one of the coolest, nicest uh, professional people I've ever been around. I got nothing but good things to say about him, as you know. You guys know him. Like, he's amazing. He's a great guy. Yeah. And I he, think he's, that, he's awesome. Yeah, I think that us two in that locker room helping lead our football team is amazing. I think I think the most important thing is – is to have a united quarterback room. I always think that, I, I've always thought that you know coming up through the league is when you have a strong united quarterback room, we can all go lead the football team. It doesn't matter if you're the backup, you're the one on the field. It's our job to lead those guys because our depth of the offense that we know and we have to correct guys and things like that. Having two and really three, four, you know, guys that can do that, I think is only but good things for our team. Pretty cool stuff there, Mosh. So, you know, Swag and I have gone on now for like, oh, I don't know, the better part of four episodes gushing about the idea of what is going to go on with Mariota and Carr. Uh, what, what do you think, Mosh? I'm not going to gush about that because okay. I'm going to wait and see. Um, okay. Because you have gushed. Yeah, You guys have gushed. And, and we can all speculate on it, but it's, it's, it's just going to be it's going to be so awesome. You know, I mean, talk about premier quarterbacks. You got oh my two gosh. premier quarterbacks. They may not have played that well their entire careers, but these two guys have they have mirrored, and I've told you that from the beginning. Their careers have so mirrored each other, and then to have them on the no COVID, <laughs> and then to have them on the same team. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, man. It's, it's going to be fun. It's, it's pretty It's cool, going to be man. really, really fun. Both of those guys are really easy to root for. And if, look, iron sharpens iron, man. And if, yep. and, and, and so whoever it is that ultimately wins out and has the most success, like, great. Like, just equal wins. Like, that's what yep. it's all about. Yep. Um, all right. So next up, let's go to the coach. Um, I've got John Gruden on his mentality. I mentioned the schedule was released last week. We all did our mock schedules. And, of course, everybody came out at 10 and 6. What coach? We're running out of time. My life is running out of that guy? lifespan. <laughs> <laughs> Three of the last four games at home, if we can take care of business and stay in contention and uh, be a factor in December, have three home games in Las Vegas is really exciting. But like I said, you know me too well. I don't want to talk too much about week 14, 15, and 16. We'll play anybody anywhere on any time zone. That's the mentality I want I us to have. It. I love it. I know it. that's the mentality we're going to have. How about that, Mosh? That was great. Not the best. Anytime, anywhere, anyhow, any who. We don't care. We don't care. Damn, bring it. Just damn, bring it. Damn pirates, man. We show up at your house yeah. and take yeah. what we want. Yeah. That's what raiders do, man. That's the whole definition of a raider. It. I love Good it. Good stuff. All right. So I, I mentioned we're all over the place. So here we go. We're going to go to... Uh, into the, we're going to check in on some draft picks. Uh, the second pick of the draft for us was was a very big need in cornerback, and we drafted Damon Arnett. Right. So Damon Arnett is, you know, some podcast hosts got all weird about it and threw their headphones and like acted like big babies. It was really weird. Uh-huh. It's because they didn't have a you know a, an ice cream place to go <laughs> drown their tears with drown their sorrows in yeah. dog right behind them exactly so um but anyways but it was like there was a lot of question around it since like as per usual um since then having an opportunity to go back and look at film and like look at statistics and like try to understand what the player who the player is more than. Like, oh, well, here's this guy that I like because whatever reason, um, and this is the player I hope the Raiders draft, and they don't draft that person, and some people didn't follow their own advice. And So anyways, 
now at this point, there's a lot of stuff coming out about Damon Arnett. And he's legit, man. Like, I'm really excited about this pick at this point. Um, I'm still a little weird about Ohio State corners, but that said, there are a lot of people out there that know a lot more about football than I do and people that spend their careers um, studying football. And Peter King is one of them. I'm not the biggest Peter King fan because he lets his politics lead at times, and I'm not down with that. But um, anyways, that's the side. When it comes to football, though, I got a lot of respect for him and his opinion about things. And listen to Peter talk about uh, Damon Arnett. Las Vegas Raiders wanted a guy, a cover guy who they believe could line up on the great receivers of the AFC West early on in 20 and 21. And I think the one number, Pro Football Focus has this number out, which is really, really interesting, that in man coverage of all the cornerbacks in this draft, Damon Arnett had allowed the lowest passer rating in college football How about of that? any cornerback that's in this draft cool. in man coverage. And that's one of the reasons I think that both John Gruden and Mike Mayock got interested in Damon Arnett. I love that idea because that's what Raiders yep. do. Yep. We, you know, Al invented bump and run. It, all about man coverage. And like, and it's been a long time since Namdi Asamoa or whoever, you know, when you look at Chris Johnson, even like it's been a long time since we had like a big deal corner that could play man to man and be, you know, there for a long time and kind of not necessarily lock up a, a side of the field. Um, maybe it's a mirror thing, whatever it is. But point being, though, is that somebody that could play man to man that well, well and when somebody you- that quarterbacks were scared of. Exactly. And like, that's the thing about like Namdi is that when you look at when Namdi was a Raider, like Namdi didn't have a lot of stats because no one ever threw at him. Right. Like, right, like right. Namdi would have like a couple pass deflections and maybe a pick and like, and some years, not even that because literally no one would throw at him. And it's been a long time since we had a man to man guy like that. And that's Al Davis. That's Raider football. And so if Damon Arnett is that guy, then you got my, you got my support, man. So despite, you know, my, tantrum well it was a tantrum but it was like a shock anyways on draft night despite that now at this point i'm like okay when you like, throw your headsets it's a tantrum yeah. okay well i had a little bit of a tantrum it was a quick tantrum it though. was a short tantrum it was a short tantrum i don't do long tantrums. no 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 because that would be that would be immature and if you like held your breath it would be like a good lung exercise Okay, you know what I mean? Like, who? How many forty-seven-year-old dudes do you know hang out in their bonus room and throw headphones because there was a player selected by their team that they didn't plan on? Oh, boo-hoo! You know Just what I mean? Look at like, the chat. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's forty-seven, forty-seven-year-olds in there that did the said the same reaction. All right. So speaking of draft picks, um, we talk often on this show about how uh, when you're we're trying to find insight into who a player is like there are you know somebody that we're not necessarily overly familiar with when we're trying to find out about somebody um the great source is their coach like who are the who's the college coach of that player gives you a really good insight to who they are as young men who they are as players and of course your head coach in college is always going to sing your praises because he wants you to go into the nfl and do well because that amplifies your program and by doing that, it helps you in recruiting. And so I get it that there's a reason behind all this stuff. Um, but that said, you can also kind of read the tea leaves on who's being genuine and who's really just kind of, you know, you know, coach talk who's fluffing. Right. right. 
So in this case, uh, we're going to check in with Skip Holtz. Skip Holtz is the head coach of Louisiana Tech, rival of, uh, of our MTSU Blue Raiders. We won't hold that against them like, like uh, Jeff Murphy taught us. Uh, you know, we root for the small school guys. Even though they might have been our rivals in college, we're going to root for them at the next level. So uh, let's check in with Skip Holtz, and he goes on to tell us about who Amik Robertson is as a young man and a young football player. Uh, they're getting a, a special player, obviously, but I think an even even unique, uh, neat, awesome young man. Amik's got talent skills. He's got ball skills. I think he is a, a very unique player from a standpoint that he's probably one of the most passionate, one of the most committed football players I've, I've been around. I mean, it is all about ball, and he absolutely loves the game. Uh, I think he brings a, an energy to practice every single day. His confidence may be his biggest asset. As great as his ball skills are and his quickness and um, the things that he does on the field, but I think his competitive nature and his confidence are probably his two biggest strengths. You know what I love about that, Mosh, is that what is the what are the Raiders building? What have Mayock and Gruden... Passion for the game, confidence, like... That's it. That that's the common denominator of every single draft pick and free agent that the Raiders have signed. You know, it it it, it goes back to when when John makes the call. You know, we we we've watched when John makes the yeah, call when yeah. he's calling these guys and he goes, "Hey, this is John Gruden. You ready to be a Raider?" And they go, "Yes, sir. Yes, thank you." And he goes, "Good. Now you're gonna be able to sack a quarterback for me." You're going to be able to stop the pass. You're going to be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, I mean, immediately it's like, you know, congratulations. You're getting into a great system. Blah, blah, blah. No. He says, you ready to play? Now, this is what I expect from you. You know, I oh, love that. Now, I don't know yeah. if other coaches do yeah. that. But that's that, that's from, from day one, from the first second, you know, that, that it's official, man. It's like, you got to buy into this. Yes. This is what we're doing. I love that, Mosh. And you know, it also makes me feel like there's already like, those conversations or at least the, the the precursor to them have already happened. And that that's like, now it's like, okay, now we remember all that stuff we talked about. Okay. Yeah. Now we drafted mm-hmm. you and now you got to go do all that. You know what I mean? Like I, I love that accountability and expectation. Like you, you, you stated, man, uh, uh, very well put Mosh. Uh, all right. So a guy that, so speaking of the call, one of our favorite calls last year, uh, was Max Crosby when he was drafted. Max. Um, Max. Max. We're big Max fans around here. And uh, so let's check in with Max on his offseason. We talked to Comp about this a little bit. It was like, okay, with the COVID and all the craziness, like, what are you doing to stay in shape? And uh, so here's Max Crosby uh, telling us about how his offseason has gone so far. We knew who we were going to be playing, but just kind of cool knowing where and when. There's going to be some awesome games. We got four primetime games, which is sick. So many quarterbacks that are, you know, high level. So, you know, obviously I know I'm fired up. We had some games last year, and, you know, like the Chargers game on Thursday night was huge. And I feel like we definitely shined as a D-line, and we want to do that every single week. But, you know, obviously getting to do it in front of more people is awesome. And, um, you know, me and Clee and the rest of the D-line, you know, that fires us up. You know, we want to be in front of, you know, everyone. We want to display what we can do on the national stage. Get more primetime games is awesome. We have a new D-line coach, so we're just trying to get to know him, and we can't even, you know, be with him in person. So that makes it, you know, even even harder. But, you know, he's he's been going out of his way to call all of us, you know, every single day, even after meetings and stuff like that. And 
you know, obviously we have to adapt. You know, we're professional athletes. We're supposed to be taking care of our body regardless. So you just got to find ways to make it happen. You know, I know Clee's been working. I know I've been working. You know, this whole corona thing has been crazy. But, um, you know, I feel like, you know, it can be used as an excuse to not, you know, train to the highest of your ability because, you know, you're locked in and stuff like that. It's going to be very exciting. I just want things to get back to normal, um, just like everybody else. Mosh, I want you to elaborate on that because he went on about how they're constantly staying in contact with their players. Very similar dynamic to what you were just talking about, how when school ended, it ended abruptly. You didn't expect it, but you're still day-to-day in touch. Like I talk to my kids uh, every three days. A Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I send them a message. and It's kind of funny because I usually – I don't sleep. Uh, I, I don't sleep. I, I just don't sleep. So I, I, I'll get, you know, I'll go to bed. I'll go to bed at midnight or whatever. And by three o'clock, I'm up, you know, and, and it, it's just the way it is. So I send a message that I text message. We, we can't do group texting. There's because some idiot ruined that for everybody. But so there, there's two or three kids that, that have signed, their parents have signed a waiver that I can text and then they send it to the whole group. And it's, oh, it's okay. my, it's my, core kids you know it's a, it's about 60 kids and and so i send them the those kids a message and i say hey please post this in your group and i say you know happy wednesday happy monday happy friday you know do this make sure you're you're staying up with this and i'll tell them you know uh, since we're locked out of the school and we were we were you know 7 days away from a production we're still trying to get that production complete and in and i give them an update and and i just try to be positive you know and just try to, to just to tell them you know what's going on in, in, in as far as the school in our in our little microcosm in our little community you know what's happening and and I hear back from their parents all the time, you know, hey, that was a really nice message, you know, because I'll send them a, a funny little thing or I'll send them a, because I can text. You there's can no, text. There's no texter. swiping. Yeah, because you, you talk to text. I talk to text, exactly. And then all I got to do is go back and correct the words. Right. You know, but so it, it's really, it really is important to hear from your leadership, you know, and I know that, that where did Zoom come from? Whoever invented Zoom had... They just they they went from you know a little podunk thing to worth yeah. billions now you know and everybody so it it's really really important to hear from leadership and and that's I love that that the coaches he like he said after meetings they talk every day that's so cool that's and you know best. and and like when you look at you know like your kids versus these young men like there's only like a five year difference like it's not that big like we got you know what I mean like you're, you're talking about you know very young adults here you know I got I, mean? I got a kid in my program. Who's he's not going D one, but he's going to go kick at the college level. You know, I got an, I got one of the one of the kids in my program is it, she's a cheerleader and she's going to che- she got a full scholarship to cheer at the Ohio State. Oh, nice. You know, so I mean, these are these are kids that are going to be in in that mix with folks that are going to be going on to this yeah. next level in a year or two. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah, it's, it's a big deal. Well, we we appreciate that sentiment, man, because I absolutely it's important to stay in touch and keep them keep them motivated and keep them engaged. And and you know it sounds like that's what the Raiders are doing, and so that, that's awesome for sure. Uh, all right, I've got two more. One of them, Mosh, isn't on the rundown. We're going to end on. Um, I'm going to hit the Good Morning Football crew next. I mentioned them at the top of the show: Kay Adams, Kyle Brandt, Nate Burleson, uh, Peter Schrager. Uh, Nate, I'm not a huge fan of what he had to say on this topic, but I'm a big fan of what the next two guys had to say. But I at least appreciate Nate's honesty in it. And they were talking about AFC West wide receivers. 
Jace Palmer, who we know is very close and does a lot of reporting with the Broncos, um, he wrote about how they re- reworked their offense with some weapons to support Drew Locke, who Nate Burleson is just like drooling over all offseason these additions. So, Nate, which quarterback and rookie wide receiver duo do you think will have the biggest impact in the AFC West? Is it Locke and Jerry Judy or is it Derek Carr and Henry Ruggs? This is a really tough one. I start with you. This is tough once again because I look at the running game and Josh Jacobs was so good last year. I feel like they're going to feed him even more and feature him even more. But then on the flip side, you look at the Broncos, they got Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon from the Chargers. Um, but with that said, the fact that the Broncos went out and drafted two wide receivers in the, in, in the first two picks of the draft, Come on, adding mate. to what they have in Cortland Sutton, I feel like they're going to light up the skies. And you know what? In that division, that might be the plan. I mean, we're talking about who's going to beat the Chiefs, maybe they're planning to go out there and have the same type of aerial attack with the same type of speed. Oh my as god, the he's had. killing so me! I'm I going know, with Drew Locke and Jerry Judy. I feel like they're going to be busy. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the Raiders. There you yeah. go. Come on, Kyle. the Raiders. Oh, come on, man. We can be talking about <laughs> establishing the running game and the battle in the trenches. Give me a wide receiver who runs a, a one six forty in Las Vegas, and I'm going to roll with it. Of course. I don't, listen, the question is, I don't know if it's how long it's going to be Carr throwing to him when you got Mario no. on the sideline. I don't care who it is. I'm going to take a run. Yep. What are we going to do here? Make the conservative approach and say, well, the Broncos have a more well-rounded receiving court. No! Give me rugs. That's it. Peter, what do you want? Give me something good here, Peter. I want a good answer from you right now, Peter. Every single <laughs> NFL mock draft and every single pundit had C.D. Lamb and Jerry Judy, and then the third receiver off the board is going to be Henry Ruggs third, a fast speedster out of Alabama. Well, guess what? The Raiders had the first wide receiver taken, and all the mock drafts were wrong. All the pundits were wrong. They took the silver and black race car. This is what he is, a silver and black race car. His name is Henry Ruggs III. He's going to Las Vegas, and he is the number one show in town. Amari Cooper's way gone from the Raiders. They didn't have that number one receiver last year, and they drafted one with the 12th overall pick. You better believe they're going to Henry Ruggs. You better believe John Gruden is in that man cave of his and drawing up plays to get him open. He might not even have to draw up too much. When you got 427 speed, you're already open out of the gates. Is Derek Carr going to push down the field more and take advantage of that speed on that car? Good that question. is my question. Absolutely. Kay's the best, man. You know, if, and if people don't know who he is by now, if they don't know who Ruggs is by oh, now, yeah. America, go to the YouTube right now. <laughs> That's a weird deal going on there. Uh, Ruggs. I don't know what's happening. Now, like, all the videos are like, well, they, and they've been out for a while now, but, like, people are really locking into, like, him playing basketball. Right, like, right, like, right. Athlete he is. And, like, I mean, Henry Ruggs is awesome. So, so speaking of Ruggs, I got, I got one more thing to get to, and then we'll, and then we'll hit, a, hit a break uh, and then jump into uh, Raiders and pop culture. All right. Mosh, this is fun. Okay. So on the short list of Raider legends, especially recent Raider legends, Charles Woodson might be number oh, one. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He's, he's your number one for sure. Absolutely. Uh, as far as, again, recently retired player. I mean, maybe Marcel, my guy here. Uh, but outside of that, I mean, Woodson is just, I mean, freaking all. Anyways, so Raider legend Charles Woodson had some commentary on Henry Ruggs III. And this is, uh, he's doing like a little, like a selfie video thing, kind of, and it's him and his, and his young son. So here you go. Henry Ruggs, man, congratulations, man. The 12th pick in the 2020 NFL draft, man. Listen. Man. 
Hey, while we're listening to this, Mosh, I want to see if you pick up the same thing that I picked up here as we're listening to Charles. And I know you've been working on this, man, night and day, man. I know your family been working on it night and day. I know y'all been hustling, man. Y'all been doing your thing, grinding, trying to get to this moment, and it's finally here. We're moving on to New Horizons, man. We're going on to Las Vegas, and guess what? You can be a big part of the turnaround, man. So listen, come ready, come willing to work hard, make plays, and build your legend, man. Can't wait to get you in town, man, to Las Vegas, man, and take this thing to the next level. Chase, you got something for him? Congratulations, Henry. I was really hoping you could go to the Raiders. You'll be a big part of the team. Ooh, you heard that from a man, man. That's my youngest right there. That's Chase, man. So congratulations. Chase, tell him congratulations again. Congratulations. My man, Silver and Black is waiting on you. Go Raiders. All right, so aside from the cool factor of him being there with his kid, right? Sure. What's your biggest like takeaway it's, of that? It's, it's the old guys. It's the former players that are still touching bases with the new, the new players. Yeah. It's the let's continue or rebuild the culture. Absolutely. And, that's, and I mean, it, it just doesn't happen Ab- with other teams, I promise you. No, I love it. The way that, that it's almost like full circle a lot of times yep. and absolutely and how the Raiders continue to connect with their past. And, you know, I don't think like Mark Davis or anybody else in the organization is lobbying for Charles Woodson to make videos. And so, no. you know, for him to do that is, is awesome. And but I did have one other takeaway, though, Mosh. Okay. All right. You got your tally board? You got your, your, your tally uh, pen I'm ready? ready? Yeah, I got it. Go. Okay. All right. I want you to count. Apparently, Charles Woodson was coached by John Gruden once upon a time. Because there's only one person in the entire world that says the word man more than John Gruden. And that might be Charles Woodson. Here we go. Henry Ruggs. Max. Congratulations, man, and the 12th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, man. Listen, man, I know you've been working on this, man, night and day, man. I know your family been working on it night and day. I know y'all been hustling, man. Y'all been doing your thing, grinding, trying to get to this moment, and it's finally here. We're moving on to New Horizons, man. We're going on to Las Vegas, and guess what? You can be a big part of the turnaround, man. So, listen, come ready, come willing to work hard, make plays, and build your legend, man. Can't wait to get you in town, man, Las Vegas, man, and take this thing to the next level. Chase, you got something for him? Congratulations, Henry. I was really hoping you could go to the Raiders. You'll be a big part of the team. Ooh, you heard that from a man, man. That's my youngest right there. That's Chase, man. So congratulations, Chase Tell him congratulations again. Congratulations. My man, Silver and Black is waiting on you. Go Raiders. Uh, how many? There's 15 <laughs> mans. 15 mans in a minute and 32 seconds. We're running out of time. My life is running out of lifespan. <laughs> oh, my God. Isn't that funny? That's the best. Seawood, man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. You're one of our favorites, oh, man. He's the best. He's the best, man. So this guy, this guy, okay, former Raider, this guy, he didn't. Hey, Compton, are you listening? This guy didn't forget me. Oh, hey, this Pete Koch, former Los Angeles Raider, yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Mosh, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. 
Raiders Fan Radio. Every kiss begins with, with Koch. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate Pete Koch. And, and heck, if there's an alignment, uh, alignment. An alignment? Gosh, alignment. Alumni weekend. I don't know, snapped into my real world there. Uh, if there's an, uh, an alumni weekend. Jeez, uh, <laughs> that was weird. Like, a, Can you do a Freudian thing with your job? Um, no. Okay, good. So, uh, <laughs> so if there's an alumni weekend, then uh, we'll definitely catch up with Pete Koch uh, again. All right, Mosh, one of our favorite segments here on Raiders Fan Radio. Actually, before I do that, let's go ahead and shout out the chat uh, in there tonight. At youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. Eyepatch is in there. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Kill Jadis. Running Bear. Damage Inc. Raider Nation Scotland. Sam Hain. Pirate 1975. Uh, Raider and some. Raider, Full Metal Mexican. Raider Joker. Michelle Sweat is in there. Uh, awesome. Appreciate everyone joining. Tyrone Graves is in there. Appreciate everybody joining us. What about, what about Lino, man? Lino, are you there, Lino? Hey, what about... The what Full about, Metal Mexican, that's your favorite? Well, yeah, he is. He's, He's there. Runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Herman Munster. Oh, I... Can't g- forget Herman. Kevin the Raider nerd is in there. Tyrone Graves. Hey, uh, yes, anybody sir. here from Coach? Coach and no, Haley. No, no. A lot, a, lot a lot of folks, man. That a lot of people have been asking yeah, about like, that. And I'll tell you another one that we, what is asked about. When I read uh, The Made Men and, and Women... Um, when I read the, the, the rundown of, of all the folks that are made men and women, um, Johnny in San Diego was, I think he was the first one. It was either him or Jimmy Zbach. I can't remember, but like, we still trade paint with Jimmy on, on Twitter every once in a while. And I hear from a lot of the kind of the OG made men and, and, but, uh, we hadn't heard from Johnny in San Diego. So, and even junior in San Diego, will still check in once in a while. Hadn't heard from Johnny. And he was like, Johnny is like old school. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like He's been first, around. Yeah. Like the first couple months we were doing this show, uh, Johnny in San Diego was one of our first uh, regular uh, contributors and and uh, and callers to the show. All right, but let's uh, let's jump into Raiders and pop culture, and I've got a couple of audio bites to play for you. But before that, Mosh has a visual Raiders and pop culture. Look at that. That's okay, so what I'm doing cool. is I'm uh, for my radio listeners, I'm holding up a picture of Jake the Snake Roberts, the wrestler, and Jake the Snake has got a t-shirt out that's the Raider Shield, and it says Jake the Snake above it, and it's got a Raider helmet in it. So how do I know this? Because last night, I was watching, I, I, I had him on the DVR, and I was watching uh, Dark Side of the Ring. It's on the Vice Network. Yeah, it's yeah, It's got some yeah. really cool stuff on there. So Dark Side of the Ring, it's got a lot of stuff to do with wrestling, and so much of it back when, when you and I were really into it. We yeah. were hosting our events and, and all that stuff, and, and, um, and I, did that, I did that promo with Dirty Dutch Mantel, and you know, I brought that group into my school and all that stuff, and... Uh, so a lot of those, a lot of the the stuff that went on behind the scenes, um, they 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 expose that and they talk about that and they you know and they, and some of the stuff isn't very nice you know it, it's it's kind of it's it, raw and unfiltered it's raw and unfiltered and then they have this show it's called Dark Side of the Ring After Dark and it's like you know they 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 go on to talk about what they just saw and they bring in a panel and this panel the, the was the episode about the road warriors and so they brought animal in and they brought um dirty dutch mantel and they brought jake the snake roberts 
and Jake was wearing this shirt. And oh, all you so could cool. see was the top of the shield, and you could, you could read Jake the Snake. And and I and I'm yelling at the wife. I'm like, "Honey, wake up! You know, <laughs> look, look! He's wearing a Raiders shirt." And she's like, "What? What is the house on fire?" And I'm like, "She's like, what are you doing home? It's not Wednesday." <laughs> anyway, um, so it's it was it was cool. It was really cool. And I I and you can order those. If you want a Jake the Snake Roberts, you know, and, and I'm giving them a, a free plug, but what the heck, man? I, yeah, shout out, no free shout out. No they free say shout outs, with the boys, but, but yeah. he's, but you know, he's got his name in a Raider shield. That's cool. I'm saying he's a fan. That's cool, and it's like, and it's so it's Jake's face with like the, it's where the pirate is in the Raider logo. It's Jake's face, so he's got the mustache, and then instead of cross swords, it's snakes behind him. Yeah, it's freaking cool, man. It's really cool. It's really, it's cool. really cool. So I uh, appreciate that, uh, Uncle Mashi, bringing that one up. All right, so I've got one sent in to us from a listener this week. This comes to us uh, becoming a frequent contributor here on Raiders Fan Radio is Chris on Twitter. He is at Bourbon Raider. And Chris sent us a clip of a movie I've not watched yet, but I jumped on to Netflix to grab the audio portion of it. And this is uh, Terry Crews, who Terry is like, I don't know. He's been on a million different commercials. He's even and, he's hosting like America's Got Talent or something. Exactly, and yeah, he's I, a former NFL player, right? He right. played with like the Rams and chart like the two LA teams that should be uh, or that shouldn't be in LA and uh, and where the Raiders maybe should be. But anyways, that said, uh, so this is Terry Crews, and just to give you a quick little setup of it again, I haven't seen the movie, but he's like working on a car. And there's another guy like sitting in it, like that's like working the ignition and stuff, whatever. And so they start having a conversation about the freaking Raiders. And so this is really cool. So shout out Bourbon Raider. Appreciate you sending this our way on Twitter. You know, Raiders fan, huh? Since the days of Marcus Allen. Ha. Used to sneak into games with my cousin when I was Berta's age. My dad was a big Raiders fan too. Couldn't believe they brought two teams to LA and neither was a team that LA f***ed with. Right? <laughs> but they built a stadium in Inglewood was insult to injury. Won't let us have nothing. For real. <laughs> I love that, man. They don't let us have nothing. You know what I That's mean? Great. It's like like Sonny always says, the whole world's against us, man, yep. when it comes yep. to the Raiders. Uh, so appreciate that, Bourbon Raider. That was a good one there, and I look forward to checking out the John Henry movie. All right, one more for Raiders of Pop Culture, and then we're gonna going to get into the Sea of Fans mailbag. And uh, speaking of frequent contributors to Raiders Fan Radio, Frank Caliendo is on this show more than Swag Jeff. We know. <laughs> we need to get we need to get Caliendo on the show. Oh my god! Why did I think of that? We need to get Caliendo. Oh, so we need to get we need to get Jake. We need to have we need to do it like Raiders fan radio after dark. We need to get Caliendo and Jake Roberts on the show. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. You know what's funny is that like when we first started, just a little inside baseball, when Sonny and I first started booking guests, one of the things we wanted to do was book people that were Raiders fans, like not book like necessarily (laughs) athletes all the time, but book Raiders fans. Well, Caliendo clearly is a big time Raider fan nowadays, so we need to get him in here. Um, I'm going to work on that. We're going to effort, as the kids say. Um, So here's Frank Caliendo on Mother's Day. Uh, much respect Willie Brown for his constant shout outs and Charles Woodson as well uh, for the Raiders respecting the moms on Mother's Day and Caliendo does a, a, a little uh, a Twitter video of him and his daughter as two Grudens on Mother's oh, Day oh no way yeah this is great 
Tell you what, man. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Yeah. What are you getting your mom for Mother's Day? You getting her flowers, man? Flowers are too basic, man. Yeah, man. Plus delivery. You don't want to... Can't say that. Why not? Gonna hurt the flower industry. Oh, the flower delivering industry. We gotta keep them going, man. That's right. All right. Keep doing what you're doing, man. So, uh, for Mother's Day, you gotta get... That was pretty good, man. Keep doing what you're doing, flower industry. We love you over here in Gruden land. All right, so what do you get your mom for Mother's Day? Maybe give her a hug, or is that against social distancing as well? Air high five, man. Air high five. There you have it. Air high five for Mother's Day. i tell you what. All right, man. Too close. <laughs> and that was his daughter? It's his daughter. She's great. Yeah, she's probably like, I don't know, 14, maybe something like that. Like, I'm, I'm guessing. I don't know. But, like, yeah, she's funny. Yeah, very good. Very good. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, good stuff there. That is, that is so cool. All right, Uncle Mosh, let's go ahead and jump in and see if fans mail back. Is it that time? It's that time. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the. Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And... He is fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied, he's thrown. It is. All right, so here on Raiders Fan Radio. We love to hear from our folks, and of course, we're going to get into those that called, and we'll hear from the capo, but before we do that, we've got some emails to read. We've got a plethora, a plethora of emails to read. Let me get jumping in right here. Swaggy's not here tonight to mess him up, so I know he's listening. So hey, Swaggo, let me show you how it's done. Hey, what's up, Murph? Swag Jeff, Uncle Mosh. And all of my fellow brothers and sisters of the Silver and Black Nation. It's Kajias. How's it going? You know what, Kajias? I'm going to have to get you to call in and tell me how to say your name. K-I-L-J-A-E-D-A-S. It's a great name. I wish I was, wasn't butchering it. Coming at you from Alaska. Yes, there are Raider fans here. Yes, there is internet here. And no, we don't plug our internet cable into a moose's behind to get reception or have a polar bear run on a giant hamster wheel while dragging a raw piece of caribou to get electricity. <laughs> I'm one of the lesser-known Raider fans that puts out Raider videos. And I almost thought that I should make a video of this and post it. But I instead... Wanted to put this to you all. We are fans here in Alaska and have ice in our veins, and our hatred for other teams runs deeper than the Pacific Ocean. Deeper than the tub of pudding that Andy Reid probably had after winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, who's fat? Oh, wait. Oh, no, you can go. I'll find it. <laughs> fat of the week. Says he's fat. Who's fat? Andy Reid. <laughs> Deeper than John Elway's love for himself and his buck-toothed donkey face, and deeper than oh. Phil... 
Oh, man. I love this guy. This is terrible. And this one's bad. Oh, no. And deeper than Philip Rivers' pullout game. Now, oh, in Alaska. Oh, oh, no. Now, in Alaska, there's somewhat a wide range of different fans. You have some oh. Packers, some Vikings, Niners, Cowboys, Broncos, and, of course, a few Raider fans. But we all hate one team here in Alaska the most. One team whose fans were never, rewind that and hit play, never around until the team got good. I'm talking about those sucky, sufferable, second-class, seasonal, that they are, Seattle Seahawks. I'm going to say that again Uh, just for Jeff. I'm talking about those sucky, sufferable, second-class, seasonals that are the Seattle Seahawks. What's up, English major? They were never around back in the day. Never saw a Seahawk fan growing up in the 90s. Trying to find a C-Cluck fan in Alaska (laughs) was like finding a nucleus of sanity in Antonio Brown's brain. (laughs) Hashtag F-A-B. You were just not going to find one. Then all of a sudden, the C-Quacks made it to the Super Bowl and lost to the Squealers. (laughs) This killed Janus? Yes. This is awesome. Much like the way Big Ben Worthless Burger got tackled short of the goal line, picked up the ball, and put it in the end zone. So, too, were the emergence of the 12th Man Movement when it sprouted out in Alaska and claimed that they were always here. It just suddenly overnight happened when Russell Wilson, Marshawn Lynch, and company started making the playoffs constantly. Overnight, my state that had no pro league team except for the late Alaska Aces hockey team, RIP, had adopted this team from Seattle as if they had always been there, that they were always fans of this team, and that they'd been fans of this sector of suckiness since the beginning. <laughs> the sector of suckiness. Oh, my gosh. He's so, so funny. so funny. But riddle me. It goes on. Page two. Oh, okay. Page two. But riddle me this. Name two or more quarterbacks that played on the Sea Chickens before Russell Wilson. Jim Zorn and John Kitna. Name a few RBs before Marshawn Lynch. Oh, gosh. Sean Alexander. Uh, uh. Name a Hall of Famer that was a Seattle Sea Sucker. Was his team always a part of the NFC West? You present these questions to them, and they can't tell you. Steve Largent. Bandwagoners, who lot of them accept maybe a handful. The constant waving of the 12th flag is a stain of savagery. The arrogance of the constant domination without knowing your past is like scratching a chalkboard with your nails. I give those who admit that they are new fans a break. After all, they need to be like a real fan and look up their history. They need to know about being a lesser AFC West rival, being under the gun of Matt Hasselbeck and Trent Dilfer, handing the rock to Sean Alexander, and having a defensive stun stud like the boss Brian Bosworth, a.k.a. Bo's Beep. Yeah. I'm a Raider fan, and even I know these players. The fact is they need to stop and remember their past and realize that things were not how they are now. Another sick, self-serving song that these sea cucks like to sing in the claim of territory, which I find to be sinful, 
They expect oh. that if you are here in Alaska, you have to be a sea chick fan, and they don't hide their disdain for you. The way they look at you, the way their eyes flare with smut at the thought that there is a foreign enemy on their soil. My reply <laughs> is to say, it's that with a B. Alaska is neutral ground, much like how it is in Wyoming, Mississippi, Montana, Virginia, and other states. And let's not forget other countries. You may lay claim to a certain state if that's where your city is, but you cannot lay claim to other states outside the Raider Nation. The Raider Nation is a worldwide nation, but we do not claim states. We claim the people. It's the people who are the nation. And yet here, here they are with their sickly sneers, thinking they are entitled to something. <laughs> H to the E to the... You <laughs> took out Marshall that one. Oh, my gosh. I'm dying over here. I'm wanting to laugh. H to the E to the double L to the N to the O. You can't take away what I became the moment I popped out of the womb. And you can't lay claim to what's not yours. So let me ask you all in the chat, Murph, Jeff, Mush, and all the Raider Nation that live outside the motherlands of California and now Nevada, what have you ever had to pull out with as a Raider fan on the outside? What fan bases have been the most annoying to you? Thank you for your time in reading this email. Catch you later. Bye. Nice job, Kildenas! Dang, man. He brought what a great thunder race. on that one, man. Great job. Good job, buddy. Wow, that was awesome. So, uh, so quickly, just to answer the question there, um, what fan bases bug me, Mosh? Well, I'm gonna get. I'll give you a regional one, and then I'll give you an overall one, and tie it back up to the Raiders. So, uh, growing up, I was not a college football fan. Growing up in the Bay Area, we had Stanford and Cal. I did not have any family members uh, nor any other direct affiliations to either one of those colleges, um, aside from sadly John Elway or like, you know, uh, Marshawn and Aaron Rodgers coming through Cal. Like there hasn't, there wasn't like, mm -hmm. they weren't like prominent programs. But then when I moved to the South, like then I really got and understood what college football was all about. And I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing on the college team in your area, wherever you are. But if you're not in an SEC city or an SEC region, I'm sorry, you don't get it because it's a whole nother world down here. It's literally like a religion. And when I got down here and saw that firsthand was also right around the time that UT won their national championship right. post Peyton Manning. This was T Martin. This was, you know, I mean, and it was just insane. And at that point it really resonated with me. So all that said, being a resident of Tennessee drives me nuts. Alabama fan. Can't stand him. And I work with a diehard Alabama fan, and I got a lot of respect for him because he's been an Alabama fan his whole life. But people that live in Tennessee, were born in Tennessee, and are Alabama fans, I'm like, what the hell's the matter with you? Like, that's your rival. That should be your, that should be Georgia and Alabama and Florida. And like, you should despise these teams. And for people that live here and like throw roll tide around with their Tennessee license plate, stop it. It drives me crazy. <laughs> So that, and then I'll give you one more, the Chiefs fans. Because no one, uh, don't like, even get like Kiljadis was talking no. about there, the, 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 there the, like Kiljadis was talking about there, that like, you know, name me a quarterback before Patrick Mahomes or even Alex Smith or whatever. 
Mosh, when we were at the draft last year here in Nashville, like, I'm not kidding. You couldn't find a Derek Thomas jersey. Nope. You couldn't nope, find nope. a Tony Gonzalez jersey. You and, you, you and Q and I tried to find anything other than, than Kermit, the, Kermit Frog. the Frog. Everybody owns a Patrick Mahomes. I'm like, so you uh. just became a fan. Don't tell me you've been a fan for a million years. We're in your crispy 15. Like, I don't buy it, man. So anyways, Chiefs fans that are now, and now they're especially, they're coming out of the woodwork. I can't, I can't stand them. What do you got, Mosh? Yo, what's up, Murph? Swaggy and the one and only Uncle Mosh. Hope all is well and everyone is safe and in good spirits. I come to you today with a few things on my mind. First, I'll start with the schedule release. Of course, we already knew who we were playing, but now we have an order. With four primetime games, you can tell the NFL is looking to show off the stadium. You can also tell that they are looking to make huge financial gains. When the schedule came out, I went over to Ticketmaster to grab tickets for a game in our new stadium, the Death Star. Immediately, I realized I might have to sell an organ or two. I guess the only (laughs) home game I will be attending is our second new stadium in Inglewood. Nice. (laughs) I mean, how nice of the NFL to give us two homes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Hold on. I'm going to cut you off. That's an interesting thought, Mosh, because all of us that are Raider fans and are at least loosely connected with the Los Angeles Raiders history understood that they moved two teams to Oakland, just like in that Raiders and pop culture clip. They moved the wrong teams to Los Angeles. I meant LA, excuse me. They moved the wrong teams to Los Angeles. There is a much bigger Raider contingent. In Los Angeles, then the Rams or Chargers combined. And that's literal now. Yeah. Like the Raiders have sold more season tickets in Vegas than both of the LA teams combined. And so it's just fascinating to me that that was such a huge oversight for the NFL. Sorry. I You're all right. I left off with uh, how nice of the NFL to give us two new, uh, uh, two new stadium in Inglewood, uh, or our second new stadium in Inglewood, excuse yeah. me. I mean, how nice of the NFL to give us two homes. I wonder if the dead batteries realize they have 16 road games. Well, that's none of my business. With all the money I save, at least I can get some more Dominicos. Nice. After originally predicting that we start 2-4 and four and finishing 10-7, and seven, I decided to actually use my brain and not my fandom. Raiders, finish this just in. 17 and 0. Let's go. See you in Tampa. Sincerely, two-time made man, one-time Sizzler award winner. <laughs> Ta-da, Raider. Nice job, Ty. I love that. Man. Two-time made man, only guy ever. You made twice in this. Did you hear that? Oh my gosh, man. That was that was great. What? Were you here for that one? I think I was. Oh, okay. All right. Good. I I lose track. Um, all right. <laughs> all right. Yeah, your attendance policy with your co-hosts it's very liberal. <laughs> well, I oh no, it was no, it was me last week. I was by myself. That's how much you can't keep up when you're here. I can't keep up when I'm when you're both not here either. I was here by myself when when we made tie the second time. We were you were here when we made tie the first time. <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't stifled myself yet. I got you. Will you stifle oh, thank you. yourself? <laughs> okay. All right, go ahead. Hello, RFR family. Well, the new schedule was released, and I'm so hyped for the season because football is back. And we're ready to take back what's ours. Gruden is going to have his team ready to go kick-ass, global pandemic or not. And now for my win and loss totals. Week one at the Panthers. 
win. The Panthers are rebuilding. They released Cam and lost Luke Keechley. Yes, they have spread. They have speed at wide receiver and a stud at running back, but I think Teddy struggles in his first game back as a full-time starter. Week two versus the Aints. Monday night football. Win. Oh. Monday night football. First game in Vegas. First game in the Death Star. Enough said. The Raiders yeah. take care of business at home. Week three. At the Patriots. Win. No Brady, no problem. The Patriots didn't plan for life after Tom Brady, and the Raiders are going to make them pay for it. Week four versus the Bills. Loss. I have us losing to the Bills because they are a super talented team loaded on both sides of the ball. If the Raiders come to play, they can make the game interesting, but I think the Bills are more talented than us. Week five at Kansas City. Win. Oh, my gosh. Finally, (laughs) a time where it's not five degrees with a wind chill of minus five degrees. This is the game where D.C. finally gets the monkey off his back. Hope so. And we show Kansas City we're coming for them. Come on. Week six, bye. At the halfway point, we are four and one. I don't know where he does math. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. Sorry, Marcus. This is DC's team, and he's our QB for the rest of the season. He will be if they're four and one. Week seven versus the Buccaneers. Sunday night football. Huge win. Sunday night football. Let's show Tom Brady he ain't beep without the Patriots win on three one two three win. Week eight at the Broncos. Win. Oh, my gosh. Ohio, the Browns suck. We know. The Browns are a dumpster fire. Yes, they are going to be better. Did I say Broncos? Yeah. I meant Browns. Excuse me. Ohio, the Browns suck. We know. The Browns are a dumpster fire. Yes, they are going to be better this year, but I don't see them beating us. End of story. Week nine at the Chargers win. Home game number eight. Let's show the chokers it doesn't matter where in L.A. they play. It belongs to Raider Nation. Amen. Week 10 versus the Broncos win. The, the Broncos are rebuilding, still even though they may have solved their QB woes and they drafted one of the top wide receivers, they still need a lot more to be able to be scary good. Week 11 versus the Chiefs. Sunday night football. Huge. Win. Ah, we're going to sweep the Chiefs. This is it. Everything we want is in front of us. Let's clinch the division right here in front of the nation. Win on three, one, two, three, win. <clears throat> this is the game oh my gosh. where we take the crown from them and suddenly their fan base disappears because they realize the Raiders are back. I think we win the game on a, <laughs> a Damon Arnett pick six to end the game. Oh, I love it. Week 12. At Atlanta, loss. Oh, shoot. The one that we go to. I know. (laughs) The Falcons haven't truly recovered from losing the Super Bowl. You can tell, however, they still have Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. That's why I have us losing. Week 13 at Jets, win. So, wait. David Arnett's going to shut down Tyreek Hill, but not Julio Jones. He's going to ball on. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Week 13 at Jets, (laughs) win. Last year was a fluke. Time to go in and punch the Jets right in the mouth. Okay. Week 14 versus the Colts. 
win. They may have signed Rivers and they still have Ty, but we are going to beat them. Week 15 versus Chargers. Thursday night football. Win! <laughs> the Chargers come in beaten and bruised, realizing that maybe letting go of Rivers was a bad idea. The Raiders whoop the Chargers' ass again. Week 16. Let me guess. Win! <laughs> versus the Dolphins. Win! <laughs> Two is going to be a great quarterback, hands down, but he's still a rookie and will make mistakes. I think that is what cost the Dolphins a win in Vegas. Week 17 Uh-oh. at Denver. Okay. Loss. Oh, because wait, wait, we don't have nothing to play for. We're I too- have us losing in Denver because a playoff ticket and division is punched. No need to risk injuring the starters. Final tally, 13-3, and three, AFC Western Division champions. Hope you all enjoyed my season breakdown. This oh is gosh. number one Raiders fan, Daniel Mangus from Fremont, California, signing out. Peace. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. Great job, Daniel. Appreciate you better hear from his brother. Well, because uh, I've got his brother right here. So, um, and in Pirate 1975 in the chat, so many in the chat. Kevin the Raider nerd is in there. Mojo. What's up, Mojo? Chucktown Raider. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Carl Rogers. <laughs> Sam Hain. Herman Munster. Uh, Dave Offler is in there. Uh, appreciate all of you joining us live. YouTube.com slash Merce Fan Cave. And yeah, Power 1975, he's in there because, uh, and he's, he's giving me a little bit of a, uh, like a, a challenge. He gave it to me last year on Mondays with Mikey and Murph. He said, if the Raiders beat the Chiefs, Murph, will you rap? And I said, yes, I will. And so, uh, he, Pirate 1975, yeah, 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 in that fridge, yeah. Uh, Pirate 1975 thinks that, that we're going to beat the, uh, beat the Chiefs and that I'll be rapping. And if, and if uh, Daniel Mangus is correct, I'll be rapping twice. All right, so his brother, Matthew, says, Hello, RFR family. This is Matthew Mangus from Fremont, California, and I am emailing you guys to discuss the Raiders. First off, the draft was amazing, and I really believe we improved on both sides of the ball, and I can't wait to see our new-look team. Second, I full-heartedly believe that the Raiders will improve on their 7-9 season, and I only see them struggling against the Chiefs in the division. The two other teams in the West are very beatable. I agree with you. I'm not saying I got a favorite twin, but I'm just saying I like Matthew's uh, take on this thing so far. Ooh, is that controversial? Uh, and oh, and there's also and there's also been speculation that uh, you know there's a lot of like like perceived controversies, Mosh. Like, is Stevie Wonder really blind or like whatever? Like, watch the these, video, right? There's all these like fun things. So there was one out there in RFR land that is like, is there really two Mangus twins? Like, is there or is it the same no, guy? I don't believe there is. Okay, but I heard them both on Mojo's pod show, so I think so. And so anyway, so Matthew, were they talking at the same time? Yes, they were talking over each other. Yeah, they, you know how? Because there's a thing called a recorder. Oh, you think so? I'm just saying this. I'm just what saying. About, so like UFOs, like the parallel uh, universe that exists in Antarctica? No, no, no. I'm there's talking only about one Mangus like, person? Like there's what? only one Mangus, just like the, you've never seen Leon Redbone and Frank Zappa in the same room. They're the same person. Go look them up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you've never seen me and Rob Ryan in the same restaurant. No, well, because you are the same person. Mm-hmm. All right, so I hope everyone in Raiders. I hope everyone. 
I hope everyone in Raider Nation and the world is staying safe from COVID. Appreciate you, man. Uh, the world is going to be a very different place when this pandemic is over, and I just hope fear doesn't take over. I don't think so, my friend. I think we're on the rebound already. Uh, take care and stay safe, Raider family. Yours truly, Matthew Mangus, proud made man, diehard Raider fan since uh, excuse me since 2001. Thank you. Appreciate you, Matthew. Yeah, don't don't give him from from 1926 or something because <laughs> like swag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he said his brother said earlier that he's only 24. Wait, what? In the in the chat when you said, "Oh yeah, there's all these 47 year old guys," and, oh, he, and oh, he chimed in, "Oh, I'm only 24." Which one said that? It doesn't matter. There's only one. Well, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what your age is. All right, Mosh, we got next evening, fellas. Hope everybody's okay. So what happened since the last RFR Live? New additions to the roster with Devontae Booker and Prince Amakamara. Adding some experience. In oh, yeah, yeah, depth. yeah. The 2020 schedule has been announced. And Will Compton, baby, we finally yes. wore him down. It was a great interview. It seems like a really genuine guy, and I wish him well for the future, providing he chooses his next team carefully. If you want to harass, I mean persuade anybody else to come on the show, all you got to do is ask. I need some clarification on a BRT Sizzler matter. Oh. A few weeks okay. ago, all right. during episode 165, Uncle Mosh awarded the BRT Sizzler to the main men hit squad. Yes. There were seven of you involved in the squad, so I was left with the option of splitting an award seven ways. Okay. That's 0 0.14 of an award each. <laughs> okay. Or awarding everybody an individual award. Also, let me just say, we don't do participation ship trophies. No. Also, eligibility <clears throat> is a factor, as Capo and Big Raider Trucker are ineligible. Right. And I'm assuming Murph, Swaggo, and Sonny are as well. Correct. Which leaves Raider Ramon oh. and Ron as the winners oh. for the week. That's why he's in charge That's of that. That's why he runs the show. That's why. Good Duh. Call. Yes. I think one award each is the way to go. But as we live in a democracy, I need, we don't... Okay. We may live in a democracy, but this is not part of a democracy. This is like, you know what I mean? It's so, like, hey, hey. So between you and Paulie, you guys got hey, this. Hey, Paulie, I got your back. Whatever you say goes. Deal. After your predictions. Okay, so, yeah, they get one apiece. There it is. All right. After your predictions for the season on last week's RFR rundown, here's my take on the season ahead. Week one. <laughs> okay. Here we go, boys and girls. Is this Paul Mangus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right, here we go. <laughs> Week one. By the way, Mojo, I'm in. <laughs> to what? Mojo on the chat says, I want Uncle Mosh to be the master of ceremonies at my Navy retirement. I'm in. Oh, you tell me when and where really? I'm there, my brother. Dude, Week how one. awesome would that be? Heck yeah. We'll all go. Yeah. Week one, Carolina win. Week two, New Orleans loss. Yeah. Week three, New England loss. Mm -hmm. Week four, Buffalo win. Ooh. Uh, week five, Kansas City loss. Yeah. Week six, bye. Week seven, yes. Tampa Bay win. Nice. Week eight, Cleveland Win. Week nine, LA Chargers win. Yeah. Week ten, Denver 
win. Mm-hmm. Week 11, Kansas City. Oh. Win. Oh! At home. Week 12, where we are. Atlanta. Win. Yes. Week 13, New York Jets. Loss. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. Week 14, Indianapolis. Win. Yeah, we got them. Week 15, L.A. Chargers. Win. Home game. Week 16, Miami. Win. Yep. Week 17, loss to the Dunks. So. I can dig it. I have us at 11 of 5. Optimism always hits at this time of year, and I'm prepared to be shot down as the season progresses. Here's why I think it's possible. Firstly, if the division, I have us 4 and 2. I think we'll split the games against the Queefs and the Donkeys. I'd like to think we'll be resting when we go to the land of the talking horse in week 17 and the games against L.A.'s third favorite team <laughs> out of two will be comfortable. <laughs> as, <clears throat> as for the rest of the opening five games are tough, but as long as we stop, McCaffrey and Carolina will be good. And I think playing the Bills early will be a benefit to us as we'll catch them cold and before they get their rhythm. They're my dark horse for a good run at the Super Bowl this year. No. You know, that's something to be said. Yeah, yeah. We'll win close one of the Falcons, but the Jets will be tough for us again. There's no way we'll lose against the Colts. Now they'll run for their children. Farmer in Miami may as well not turn up. I read that wrong. Anyway, (laughs) this is all subject to review, of course, but right now we're at the point of the offseason where I choose to believe we are pretty much invincible. Playoffs, baby. I agreed with your take on the possibilities surrounding DC and Marcus Mariota, and it's realistic observation, given the strength of the opposition in the first five games, that a change could be made at QB if the record is one and four going into the bye week. Time will tell, but one thing is for sure. If we see a slow start, we can't be hearing the same excuses from DC, and we as fans can't be having the same discussions about the same issues. Something would have to change, and for the first time, the changes on the sideline suited up. We will have to believe that this will bring a positive response from D.C., and let's hope so. Get angry at the constant speculation, D.C. Come on, fella. We all want to see you light up Vegas. Come on. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Love and best wishes to the RFR family. Stay safe, everybody. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019, PRT Sizzler scorekeeper, proud made man, five-time, five-time, five-time winner. Five-time, five-time. Five-time winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Paul. 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 Appreciate Paul and all of our emailers tonight. And you can contact the show anytime by sending us an email show at RaidersFanRadio.com. And if we play, uh, wait, we play your email on the show. (laughs) 
I'm a mess. <laughs> anyway, so appreciate you and, and email us anytime. And if we read your uh, email an indefinite amount of times, uh, you can become a made man or a made woman. Uh, hey, so real quick. So on that, on Paul's email, he mentioned the signing of Prince of Mukamara, which I think is a really clutch signing uh, for the Raiders to lock up our secondary in our, in our corners. Uh, and uh, so we hadn't really talked about it on the show yet because the contract d- details hadn't come out yet. Uh, so Amukamara's contract with the Raiders, he gets a $50,000 signing bonus, nothing, a million dollars in base salary. Week one, he gets eighty seven grand as a roster bonus. So the total cap charge is 887000 uh, That's it? That's it, which is like, uh, uh, like the veteran salary benefit. So it's excellent value for the Raiders, and it's really a chance for Amukamara to play a prominent role. I think he's like 30, like he's getting to be that age, but uh, they were seeking that veteran presence uh, with the defensive backs, and, and now we finally landed on the guy, and so look forward to seeing Amukamara um, uh, uh, wear the silver and black. So that should be good going forward. All right, Mosh, uh, also in, in, uh, you can email the show or you can call us at uh, 909-345-3346. Oh, my gosh. What? We didn't do contact info ever. No, we, did, we missed that at the top. You want to play it now? Yeah, why not? Because I didn't do it either on when I was getting ready to go to uh, start reading. We were, out yeah. of, we, were out, we were a smidge out of sync on that. Well, we, we're all over the place tonight. Yeah, we're having fun. Yeah, go ahead. Hit your button. I don't have it. You don't have contact info? I lied. All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard (laughs) as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you wanted to, you if you wanted to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us. On the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. Good. So, hey, yeah, so send us an email, send us a voicemail, and uh, at the end of this segment, Uncle Mosh will award the uh, uh, the Sizzler Award, the BRT Sizzler Award, uh, to the best phone call or email of the week. Uh, and so the leader of the made men and the made women is the Capo. We call him we, we call him Capo. He is Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, and he always leads off our uh, voicemail segment. Greetings, Don Murph, Consigliere Marsh, Underboss Sonny, Sergeant at Arms, The Sizzler, Big Raider Trucker, Mojo from the Pie Show, Ramon the Mean King, Swag Jeff, Nation, it's Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider coming from the great state of Texas. First respect to former First Lady of Kentucky, Miss America, and sports broadcasting legend Phyllis George, who passed away at the 
tender age of 70 in my hometown of Lexington. And speaking of Kentucky, um, let's go back to talking about Lynn Bowden and go and take a deeper dive as to how we arrived at drafting him in the third round. Lynn Bowden entering the draft was somewhat of an enigma. Let's think about this for a second. Some even thought of him as a jack-of-all-trades, master of none, or even a gadget player as he's been labeled since we took him on board. But listen, let's go ahead and take that deeper dive like I talked about and hear from John Gruden on his assessment, having met Bowden at the NFL Combine. He passed with flying colors whenever they had their encounter. And Gruden was uh, quoted as saying that I remember putting up a play on the board for Borden, and we put in a, a concept, and we told him what we have all five guys doing in that concept. Then we say Derek might audible out of that and tell me what the five guys are going to do. Then we'd erase the board, talk about other things, and then Bowden would get up on the board, and we put the concept back up. Bowden would have to illustrate what the five guys would do and then redirect after we said what Derek uh, may audible to, and he hit it out of the park according to Chucky. Bowden's offensive expertise showed Gruden that he can learn difficult positions quickly at the next level. He sees the football. He understands football concepts. He's a quarterback in the SEC, so he does know how to operate at the line of scrimmage. He had to recognize defenses. He had to communicate. Bowden's physical abilities played a role in the stupid 2019 stat line, 185 carries for 1,468 yards, 7.9-yard average, and 13 yards, 403 passing yards, and three touchdowns, 30 receptions for 348 yards and one touchdown. But his exceptional football IQ made him a commodity the Raiders felt compelled to take in the third round. How about those graph trades now? But anyway, remember the fourth round of the 2019 NFL Draft. The Raiders nabbed exciting quarterback out of Houston, size 4.40 speed, Isaiah Johnson with the 129th pick. Looking forward to seeing him. Uh, unfortunately, last year we didn't get to see much of him because of a mishap that he had with Markel Lee in the first uh, preseason game. But this kid will contribute. This one is from Murph. Lucas uh, Sornata of LastWordOnFootball.com recently wrote a listing of the funnest players for each NFL franchise to watch. Of course, it was number 12, Kenny Stabler, and he typed, Snake was more than just a quarterback as he knew how to get people to like him and have fun. Just the fact of all the highlights of his having a name, the sea of hands, goes to the post, the holy Roman shows how fun it was to watch the Snake shows how fun he was to watch on the field. A new era in Raiders football history begins August 27, 2020. That's right. The RFR tailgate goes to Vegas, baby. So we may not make it inside, but we are going to make sure that we set it off in the parking lot. So go ahead and get your, your reservations in early. Make your tracks, but there are no excuses. And speaking of excuses, the hit list. Cornerback Nick Nelson. And, you know, the dormant hashtag, cut the Nelsons is back again. He's gone. Plus, I want to go ahead and put up virtually the entire 2018 draft class, with the exception of Maurice Hurst and possibly Colton Miller. But P.J. Hall, Brandon Parker, Arden Key, and Marcel Aitman, hey, man, they all getting that double tap, baby. This goes out to the made men with respect to B-Dog and Apache. Where are you, kid? Raider born Rico, Haley from Scotland, Watts Raiders, Sugar Shane, Bobby Wasabi, Raider Homer, Splatterhead, Potts Fitz, His Lordship, Paul from Shropshire, Mississippi, Patch, Rev Raider, Kevin the Raider Nerd, Running Bear, Coach Davis, Raider Lim, Big Easy Raider, Raider 1975, Fabricator Gill, Y.O. Raider, Dead Scrolls Chief from H-Town. You got so many names, baby. Hardcore Raider, <laughs> I love running it. alliance for Mater Rating. Rue.
Oh, man, love it. He's the best, man. There's a reason he's the capo right there. I uh, love it. So, hey, you know, he mentioned Maurice Hurst. Mosh, I got a little preview here. Okay. You want to hear it? What's up, everyone? This is Maurice Hurst with the Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Just win, baby. Thanks. How about that? Nice. Isn't that cool? Nice. Isn't that cool? The big man's on board. And so uh, so Aaron mentioned, um, so the home opener is September 21st. Right. And so tickets are just goofy. I mean, it's like literally like... Like what are nosebleeds? Like a... $600, I think, was the cheapest one I've crazy. seen. I think it's up from there. So uh, we're going to be there that weekend, though. I went on, and you know, you and I were talking the other night about mm-hmm. going to Tunica. And so Tunica was was booked up for the time that we wanted to be there. And so I'm like, well, let me see what Vegas looks like for this, this portion of September when the Raiders happen to be having their home opener. And I got comped for three nights in Vegas the weekend of the Raiders home or I say weekend it's the Monday night game Thursday Friday Saturday or Friday Saturday Sunday so I'm going I'm gonna fly out Thursday wait was that right no fly out no 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 no. I'm messing it all up I'm flying out Sunday I'm staying Sunday night Monday night Tuesday night coming home on Wednesday and because the Beatles love has a show available on Tuesday oh, nice, night nice. so I'm gonna go to the Raiders on on Monday night, and then go to the Beatles' love on on uh, on Tuesday, and so anyway, so I'm going to be there. Uh, Max is coming coming with me, Max. Max. And so uh, so we're going to go. So we're going to be there. I don't know if we're going to go to the game. I mean, if there's a, as I was telling her, I'm like, we've gotten invites, and I'm not lobbying for anything. Please don't mistake it as that. Um, we've gotten invites just about every single year we've been doing this sure. show. People will reach out to us and be like, hey, I got an extra ticket. And like, so I was telling her, I'm like, if something like that were to happen, like we would, we would be down. But outside of that, like, I'm just cool with like, I want to be in Vegas, want to be in the environment, right, like, right, hanging absolutely. out with Aaron and all the made men and everybody yep, yep, there, yep. you know, we'll do in the tailgate. Um, as I mentioned, we'll be sitting in with Cody on his show live from the stage door casino before the game starts. Like we're going to be, in all of that, whether we go to the game or not, I don't know, but but definitely Raider Nation, like for those of you that are in our listening audience and are gonna be in Vegas for that opening weekend, like let's all stay in touch, man. Let's link up, man. It's gonna be a really, really good time out there. And then, you know, unfortunately, that's your school, like just oh, like you're uh, yeah, fully no, kicking I'm, in that I'm, first I'm week. four and a half weeks into it. There's no way I can get out. There's no way. And it's a Monday night game. So I'm like, Mosh is probably out yeah. no matter what on that thing. So, um, uh, but anyways, but for those of you that are going to make it, definitely look us up and uh, look forward to linking up with you down there. And uh, so Mojo and shout out Mojo, no free shout outs. Um, Mojo has set up his new tailgate crew there. Yeah, he's he's calling it the um, the new Raider World Order, like very much like the uh, NWO like for life. Right. <laughs> and so um, so he's got the 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 uh, the new Raider World Order set up. Going to have big tailgate set up down there and uh, really uh, just can't wait to see what Mojo is going to make out of this. And so speaking of Mojo, uh, he called into the show this week. Murph, Mosh, Swaggy J, made men, women, your boy Mojo calling and checking in. I've been radio silent for a couple weeks, man, getting a lot done around the house before this uh, crazy season gets ready to start. Hey, uh, enough about me. I know what you want to hear, man. We want to talk about Raiders stuff. Well, here's what I'm going to say. I caught the, uh, I caught the Will Compton interview. Okay. I thought it was great. Here's my concern. Man, Murph, 
Swag, man, you guys were dropping F bombs like you were on my show. <laughs> Settle down a little bit, guys. All right? We don't want anybody getting the wrong opinion here, wrong idea. They were beeped. They hey, were beeped. Uh, I'm were still beeped. fired up about what we did in the draft, man. Henry Rhodes is third. Speed kills. Let's go. Can't wait to see everybody at the NRWO tailgate. First game of the season. Uh, that second game, the Rams game uh, preseason, is going to be my birthday. Uh, if you can get out there, come on through, man. I'm going to throw down. If not, I'll see everybody at the Saints game. Love your show. Keep it up, boys. Mojo out. I right, appreciate you, Mojo. Yeah, so definitely uh, look for the Raider or new Raider World Order uh, tailgating there for the uh, for the home opener. And also, Mosh, so we are though. I said we, you know, we're gonna go to Vegas, or I'm gonna go to Vegas for the home opener. But we for sure will be in Atlanta. Yep, yep. Like that will be a, a, a thing. And and I've talked to Cody. Cody, I think is gonna try to come out. We've talked to a lot of the other made men. Here's I'm just. It's a little bit of of, of a teaser because we haven't locked down any plans. Ideally, I'd love to have the made men here in the fan cave on the Friday before the game. We'll head down to Atlanta on Saturday, go to the game on Sunday, and then and then uh, folks will probably fly out from there or from uh, on Monday, whatever the case may be. But that weekend should be a big weekend, not only for the Raiders but for us here and, and Raiders Fan Radio. It should be a lot of fun because I, I definitely know that you know a lot of folks are coming out uh, to be here for that, and so we're going to try to link up and uh, and and have like a like an RFR uh, event around it. And there's and you'll hear more from that later here as we come up some really cool stuff we're going to get to in a second in terms of that game. Moj uh, just posted, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but Moj please. just posted that the NRWO tailgate will be exactly what you're looking for. Oakland style with a Vegas twist. Love it. Love it. Well, hey, and we know Mojo can put on a tailgate. Yeah, buddy. He hooked yeah, us up buddy. last he year, He hooked man. us up. Some of the best food I've ever eaten. Oh, it was awesome. And Those I've eaten breakfast everything. breakfast tacos? Breakfast tacos. We're the freaking bomb, man. Yeah, he's like, so well, we're just waiting to get started. And he's like, oh, that's just okay. And then he just whips these out. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was legit. It was so good. All right, uh, next up in the callers, we've got a, uh, a message from our buddy, Eyepatch. Hey, Murph. Mosh, Swaggy J, Capo. Uh, I patched calling in. First of all, uh, Murph, I just want to say thank you for uh, the acknowledgement of my uncle two weeks ago. You mentioned it on your show. It meant a lot to me. Uh, just sitting around here trying to flip through these channels. I got the week off, and I, I, I tell you the truth, I can't take any more of this uh, Michael Jordan and Last Dance. <laughs> I mean, he was a great player, but for the love of God, enough is enough. We need sports back soon, man, because I can't take another watching these, these, these talking heads, these pundits on TV, it just goes over and over and over about this last dance and him. I'd rather watch paint dry than watch any more of this crap. <laughs> so I started reading books. I finished uh, Badasses, the John Madden book with the, about the Raiders back in the day, and I started reading They Call Me Assassin now, that's a Jack Tatum book. And that that's a good read. I'm about 100, 110 pages in, and... I wish every one of our defensive backs would read that book because, you know, you look at him and everybody thinks he was just a, you know, a, a vigilant hitter out there and penalty guy. But if you read what he's about, man, it was just about punishment, but he never wanted to, you know, get any penalties. It's all he ever talked about was not being penalized and hurting the defense. He just wanted to hit hard and, and, uh, it's a really good book. I mean, the passion this guy had about playing football. I said, I wish all our defensive backs would would read it because I'm a little wary about our defensive backfield this year. Um, they're very young, and uh, without without any you know camps and 
these guys got a gel, man, and they're all like one or two year guys. I know they got a Mukamara now, and they got that other dude from Cleveland, but you know they don't know the system yet. So letting Joseph go, I think might be might hurt us this year because um, without him, Conley and uh, Worley, they let them three go, and they knew the system. And they were veterans. These guys are all one and two year guys. Um, I'm a little nervous about it. I'm tired of watching third and twelve, third and eighteen, and constantly get completed against us. So let me know what your thoughts are on that, guys, because that's guy that's a big concern of mine going into this year, that that defensive backfield. All right, guys, have a good day, man. Peace out. Raider Nation, love you all. Bye. Yeah, so I'm I'm actually pretty encouraged about our defensive backfield. I mean, I feel like we're finally building to beat the Chiefs. You know, the Chiefs have a very distinct skill set in terms of their skill position players. And when you got to keep up with Miko Hardman and Tyreek Hill and these right, guys, right. like I finally feel like we've got some players uh, that can contest them. And and I and I forget who it was that I heard uh, say it. It was one of the one of the, uh, you know, uh, national analysts We're like there's a really good way to stop speed and that's to beat it up. Like and we have such physical players now on our, exactly. on our in our secondary that going back to the whole Tatum thing, like he was talking about, like you may not be able to run stride for stride with a lot of guys, but if you challenge them at the line of scrimmage, if you redirect them, if you take them off their routes, like there's a really good um, way to combat that, and I think that that the, that's what the Raiders are essentially building now. Does that mean that it's going to be successful? I don't know. That's to, remains to be seen. But I like the direction. I like the idea of what we're trying to do, like a physical man-to-man some, man corner like Arnett, right? Well, like, and, and some of those guys that we played back in the day, Lenny Swan didn't like to get touched. Right. You know, right, right. so the first thing we do is smack him in the mouth yes. off the line, you know, take him out of his game. You know, uh, Rice didn't like to get touched. No. You know, and, that's, and that was the only way to stop these guys, these superstars, you know. Get in their face, man. Chuck them at the line of scrimmage. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And I feel like that's what the Raiders are doing, man. So I and you know, and then you bring in like a vet like a Mukamara. So like you know, with young players, if they're playing aggressive, if they're playing physical, you run the risk of 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 contact violations and flags and all that. Well, then you got a guy like a Mukamara that can like talk them through that. Like, here's what you can get away with. Here's when you can hold back. Here's what you you know what I mean. Like, so I, I think it's I, I love the direction of the team and I love the direction of the secondary. Uh, and then one quick uh, little note on the Jordan documentary. I was all in on this thing early. Then I found out that it was produced by Jordan. It was like directed by Jordan, like all the contents approved by Jordan. And while the idea of like the greatness of Jordan is not lost on me, and I still think he's the greatest basketball player of all time, the whole idea of like this this series though, it did kind of wear out a little bit. Like it kind of petered out. Like at first, the first like two or three episodes, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then now here, like 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 I lived through it. You lived through it. Like we lived through it together. We watched these games live together. So it's not. I mean, maybe for a younger fan that didn't see this, then maybe it resonates more. But for like for us, Mosh, I'm, I'm like, I remember sitting on your couch watching this game. I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. It's like, I remember this. You know what I mean? It got a little self serving. Right? It did, didn't it? A bit. Yeah. A bit. Yeah. 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 So interesting there. All right. Um, next up, Dead Sea Scroll Steve, Houston Raider Steve, the historian, the historian, <laughs> the 900 nicknames that we have for this man. And he is a wealth of knowledge. He is a stalwart here on Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, become a good friend of ours. And let's check in with Houston Raider Steve. Murph Mosh, Swag Jeff, Tepo, uh, Raider Nation, made men, made women, Houston Raider Steve. Love the, uh, all your podcasts, especially love the uh, the Tales from the Nation and all the shows. 
you know, the last twenty years of Holy like Roller, I know, a lot right? of people don't realize is that uh, San Diego Chicken was uh, invented. I, I know Mosh knows this story. San Diego Chicken was at the Padres games and everything. He was I doing did. all kinds of stunts. Yeah. Anyway, he was at that game. Charlie Jones uh, called the game, legendary broadcaster uh, from La Hala. He called a lot of the Raider games, West Coast games. Being a fan here, in, Raider fan here in Houston, I listened to a lot of his games over the years. Anyway, he called the he called the play-by-play that day, and he's in the uh, in Pro Football Hall of Fame for the uh, Pete Rozelle Award for uh, TV and uh, uh, radio. It's really interesting. Anyway, so uh, when the when the when the uh, when, when Ken Stabler did the Holy Roller. The chicken was rolling around all over the. Uh, he was up in the end zone, <laughs> yeah. up on a platform. He was rolling all over the, the bar that was there, the rail. He was bouncing back and forth off the wall. Uh, finally, he he fell down. And we had his feet up in the air. <laughs> That's what they show after the end of the Holy Roller. So anyway, <laughs> never forget that game. Uh, anyway, just thought I'd Snakes pass it on as my two cents. Oh, nice! Great broadcaster. Couldn't think about the Raiders without thinking about Charlie Jones. Ken the Snake Stabler, he kept laughing and everything and talking about the chicken when the chicken was doing all that where he was rolling all over the rail and, and back in the, on the platform up there in the end zone, falling down. He said something, he said some really funny remarks about that. So, uh, Ken Stabler, that was one of the good things that went for us versus the ones that didn't go against us. And we all know which ones they are, the Tuck Game and Maxwell Deception. Great show. Thank you. Houston Raiders, Steve. I love it, Mosh. Have you ever seen that that video of the of the Holy Roller, the NFL? Films? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. The chicken flopping all around. Yeah, and everything. yeah. yeah it's pretty funny. So good stuff there from Houston Raider Steve. We appreciate you. Gosh, Mosh, I just looked up. I realized we've been going two hours already. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. We've been going two uh, hours. So, Did we do contact info yet? <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot. See what I'm talking about? Though? There's a lot a going lot on, man. A There's a lot going on around uh, around RFR, of course. And now we're in our every other week schedule too so these things so we gotta tend, make up for tend to kind of build up a little bit so anyways we got two more to get to uh before we go uh get out of the voicemails and award or mosh awards a sizzler um next up we're going to hear from our buddy another longtime made man good friend of the show uh he is kevin the raider nerd hey ladies of fan radio this is kevin the raider nerd. hello murph hello uncle mosh swag jeff the capo and the rest of my fellow made men and women Kevin the Raider Nerd here, checking in with you guys, hoping you all are doing well during the quarantine. I know we've had some football to talk about. First of all, I want to say great job on the coverage of the, the draft, guys. I really, really enjoyed your insight. Uh, keep it up. Also, too, uh, regarding your merch that you're looking at selling, please, yeah, let's, let's make those uh, Tales from the Dark Side shirts available. I'd love to buy one of those. Take my money, please. I'll throw it at you right now. I love it. Please, bring it up. <laughs> Um, so the big news right now is the release of the schedule. Um, I think it's a pretty cool schedule. I love the fact that the Raiders get to Monday night alone on the second week. They're not thrown in there on the first week. I think that's great. Uh, it's going to be the game everyone's going to be watching. It's a brand-new stadium. I think we got four primetime games. This is the stuff we've been waiting for. We're not going to be... Uh, Losing the game anytime soon, I think, in any international games in the near future. Uh, we're probably going to play in some international games, but we're not going to lose any home games because this is the kind of the under, under the table deal that I think that, uh, Mark, the owner, has, uh, done for us Raiders. And so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, but of course, there's some contro- controversy because apparently all the games are sold out except for the resellers, which gobbled up a bunch of them. So 
I've been seeing cheap nosebleed seats going for close to a thousand dollars for a lot of these games, and uh, you know I'm not surprised, but there's a little bit of sticker shock among all of us here. So the question is, what are most of you going to do that don't have season tickets or know anyone that does? Well, I'm looking at going to the uh, the first game, even though I may not get in it. I may go there just to tailgate. Come on. It's only about a five-hour drive from Southern California where I live. So I want to know who's in, who's going. Uh, I'm very interested in hanging out with Raider Nation and uh, just kind of checking out Las Vegas and doing that. So I don't know what any of my fellow made men and women might be doing, but i just like to throw that out at you. He knows uh, now. i make that sure trip to you guys if I can't make the game. Don't know if I want to spend thousands of dollars for a game ticket, uh, but I may be watching a lot of the other games at home. But maybe I can get a get to the game in L.A. against the Chargers. Uh, that might obviously be a cheaper game to go to and easier to get into. Um, I can't think of what else I wanted to talk about. Remind Murph what to mention or topic to discuss. Yeah, we'll get to it next hmm, week. What could that be? What could that be? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, you guys are doing Google great. Voice I miss you guys. I'll see you. you on the chat when I can. I've got kind of a busy schedule podcasting and all. Love you. Bye. Awesome stuff there from Kevin the Raider Nerd. Check out Kevin and all of his content at the Fandom Podcast Network. Uh, the football-related show they do is called The End Zone, but there's literally like... 12 shows or something that they do over there and uh if you're into any kind of like geek culture anything from star wars to star trek to highlander and all that kind of stuff kevin's got all that stuff and uh kevin Loves was the stuff. original mandalorian man before the mandalorian show uh, took we got great great pictures with him when, when they uh when we did the show from the parking lot that's right. In, in the Titans game. That's exactly right, man. And so uh, so appreciate Kevin and uh, and all of his support, as always, here. So Kevin uh, used to live in Atlanta. He's from California, and that's where he lives again now. But for a long time, he lived in Atlanta. And uh, he was part of the Atlanta Raider Nation, or the Atlanta Booster Club. And so I was like, had it fully on my radar to reach out to Kevin and, number one, say, are you going to the game in Atlanta? Because we knew who you are, or we are. And two, I was going to say to Kevin, hey, let us know about any of the tailgates or any of the meetups so that we could, uh, you know, we could be part of that with whoever and maybe set up a broadcast or whatever, right? Like what we do, like we do our remotes and we do that kind of stuff. So I hadn't called Kevin. I haven't talked to Kevin yet. I've heard his message there, Mosh, but I hadn't called Kevin yet. Well, how about this? Not only did we get a new caller to the show tonight. The president of the freaking Atlanta Raider Booster Club called us this week. And so let's check in with Kevin Granberry. Hey, Murph, Swag, Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. This is Kevin Granberry, president of the Atlanta chapter of the Raider Fan Club. Hey, just was listening to your show and saw you were talking about coming to Atlanta for the big game. Well, what I want to do is cordially invite you and your listeners down to come and enjoy watching the Raiders play in the lovely city of Atlanta, not too far from Tennessee, I might add. Um, so we'll be sending out information, following up about our events. Basically, we want to have a Friday night welcome party, a Saturday night get-together, and our Sunday tailgate party, which was quite an event eight years ago. So hopefully you guys will attend, and hopefully many of your listeners will attend too, and also our international ambassador kevin the radio nerd will be in attendance as well so hopefully all is going well and enjoy go raiders kevin granberry 
uh, invitation accepted, my friend. Like, I can't wait. Uh, we have all just even in the chat already tonight. So many folks that are in our region of the country have already said that Atlanta is a target uh, for their Raider game this year. And uh, yeah, man, we, uh, you know, Raider Nation rolls deep no matter where we are. Uh, but definitely the RFR crew will have a big presence oh, yeah. uh, at the Atlanta game. And so thank you very much for extending that invite. And uh, yeah, and we, 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 we accept and look forward to, we'll be in touch uh, as we get closer. And, uh, and definitely let's set something up and because we'll want to do a, like what we did at the draft, because it's tough for us to do like remotes on the road when we got to get on a plane. But when we're packing up our vehicles, we can load in all the podcasting equipment, video equipment, and everything. We can do anything from anywhere. Yep, yep. And so that idea that, you know, like what we did for the draft, well, we can do that in Atlanta, Mosh. So I'm really fired up for that. Thank you, Kevin Granberry. Well, Thank when you, we, Kevin when, the Raider Nerd. When we went to Birmingham, when we met up with Kevin the Raider we Nerd did it down there. Yeah, yeah. You know, we had all our stuff, and it was just as, you know, we had they, they provided us a little room there at the stadium, and we were good to go. Absolutely. That's right. Good good call out there, Mosh. Appreciate that. And yeah, man, so I'm looking forward to uh, to working with the Atlanta Raider Booster Club and getting down there. So I've been to Atlanta twice for Raider games, and both times we got our ass kicked. So hopefully the third time is a charm, and we'll go down there and beat them. <laughs> I am the Sizzler. 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 All right, so tonight's Sizzler Award. Of course, we heard from we, we started things off with with uh, with guys that sit at the table with Capo and Mojo, yeah. and and then we heard from iPatch, and he's just jonesing for some sports, man. And I, you know, I, and, and iPatch was saying he's he's getting tired of the MJ stuff, yeah. You know, and 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 no no disrespect to MJ ever no. intended, uh-uh. but this this thing is when it's the only game on TV. You know, uh, I mean, we, we were sitting here going earlier. We were going, all right, NASCAR will be back this Sunday. <laughs> no fans in the stands, but NASCAR, you know, yeah. I mean, we're all jonesing a little bit. Uh, Holy Roller was brought up. The Holy Roller, Steve. the chicken versus the snake. By <laughs> And chickens don't ever win that battle. No. By, uh-uh. uh, by Steve. And we, we love that. Uh, Kevin, plans for the tailgate. Well, you know what, Kevin? Hook up with Mojo. He's got those plans squared away. Uh, and then and then our last caller, the Atlanta chapter president, asked us to be there. We will get with them, and we will let out that information. It looks like by by reading the chat tonight, a lot of people are going to go to that. Yeah, that's going to be a cool. A lot of people that's are going to go cool. to that. But tonight's Sizzler Award oh. comes from the emails. Oh, nice. Love it. Let me just read you one or two of the passages from the email, and you tell me who the winner is. Okay. Andy Reid. <laughs> Fat. <laughs> deeper than the tub of pudding that Andy Reid had after the Super Bowl win, deeper than John Elway's love for himself, his buck donkey face, and deeper than Philip Rivers' pullout game. Oh, no. And then... And then then in the next paragraph, I'm talking about those sucky, sufferable second-class seasons, seasons that are the Seattle Seahawks. (laughs) I'm talking about those sucky, sufferable second-class seasonals that are the Seattle Seahawks. I love that sentence. So good. I love it. So. Or should I say so sweet? So sweet. (laughs) And and not sucky. And succinct. (laughs) Swell. Kill Yadas. Kill Yadas. We don't know how to say your name. I'm going to go with the Yadas. 
Kiliatus. So sweet he swung a sizzler. <laughs> Kiliatus, you win the sizzler award for this. Outst- and there was many, many oh, more man. things. Yeah. It was an outstanding, well-crafted, well-written, uh, one of those that just is, I mean, I'm only half Phenomenal. joking. You're an English major and an English teacher. Yeah. You appreciate this kind of stuff. Oh, my gosh. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. So congratulations on your first BRT Slizzler Award. One more time for you, my brother. I am the Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland From The Walking Dead to Errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Paul, this is going out to you. It's spelled K-I-L-J-A-E. D-A-S. Ah, there we go. I just want to make sure for his record. Absolutely. I think it's Kill Jadis. I think that's what Kiliatis. that is. Kill Oh, maybe you don't pronounce the J. No, you Kiliatis. don't pronounce the J. Kiliatis. Kiliatis. I don't know that. All right, so appreciate you joining us here for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 168 here in Merce Fan Cave. Please subscribe. We uh, love all of the views that we get, and uh, we are striving to hit the 2,000 subscriber mark. And so if you would do us a solid please and subscribe to the show, and then those of you that are subscribed between like 1,800 for the next all the way up to 2,000, we're going to pick a handful of you and send you free stuff. So uh, please subscribe to us and support us that way. And then also go to RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear and click that Slow link. Slow down. We got time. Okay, sorry. I know, so I'm used to rushing. Go to no Raiders, Russians, bro. Go to RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear and check in with our sweet swag. Buy some stuff. <laughs> I'm going to tell him you called him sweet swag. I know, right? Take that one out of context. But anyway, but support us in that way, uh, please, by doing that. And also, anywhere you can find a podcast, just search for us, Murph's Fan Cave, and uh, and subscribe to us there. Appreciate the chat tonight. The chat has been on fire. Lino, the Full Metal Mexican. Kellyatis is in there. Raider Critique. What's up, Critique? Uh, Mojo's Pod Show. Eyepatch is in there. Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, the Capo bringing it every single week. You're such a rock star, dude. We appreciate you so much. Herman Munster, Michelle Sweat, Sam Hain, uh, thank you so much. Appreciate you every week. And Uncle Mosh, thank you, man, for being here tonight. No, 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 no problem. My pleasure. You know, uh, don't forget, Mojo was in there. He's got, you don't want to get missing on his show. Oh. Uh, there's just a bunch of stuff going on in the Raider world, man. And uh, we just thank everybody for showing up tonight. It was fun. It was, it was fun. fun. Good we, time. Have, we haven't done a two-hour-plus show in a long time. Been a long time, man. Our We're... ratings will probably suck. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> hey, don't forget, <laughs> speaking of that, I didn't get a chance to hit the uh, the, the hate button yet. So, Oh, you better thumb yeah, us down. No, I'll, I'll thumb us down in a second. But yeah. the rest of you, hit before you leave, hit the thumbs-up button. We appreciate that. Thanks for listening tonight, everybody. For Murph, this is your old Uncle Mosh and Swaggy J in absentia. You've been listening to Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Remember... What happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Murph, Swag, Jeff, and who's the third guy? 
Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, Our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, Our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.